When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think we're live. We're just going to go under the assumption that we are live on a post-Super Bowl Monday where I don't care who you are listening to on this show from as wide of a spectrum as we cover, from gambling to insight to whatever. But a lot of talk about the Bucks, at least on Friday, heavy into the weekend. And we can't even really take a breather with the end of the NFL season because Carson Wentz might be traded in the next hour. You never even know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long the the Eagles brass are going to let this Super Bowl breathe, uh, but I anticipate, you know, today, tomorrow, uh, maybe Wednesday at the latest. What do you think? I, you know, I hate to do it to you, man, but I'm still until it happens, till they pull the trigger. I think Carson's going to be here, man. I, I'm, <laughs> I know I'm the only person in the world right now who thinks that. Yeah, but, but that's to me, just dollars just don't dollars don't make really sense are. to me, huh? You really are. Yeah, you really are. You're alone on that island. <laughs> Seriously. By my damn self, I understand, man. But it, it, to me, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make logical sense because they're not going to recoup or get um, fair market value for Carson. They're not going to get it. They're not well, going to no, get it. No, you're not going to. No, right. you very rarely ever do. Even in NBA scenarios where a superstar player is traded, do you ever get market value? But it, it always becomes a situation where the, the opposite or the alternative is untenable. And I think that's where we are with this situation for whatever reasons. And me, we may never even know what the reasons are, you know, who fell out with who, or, you know, uh, you know, what was really behind all this. I don't know, but I think all the tea leaves are pointing to the fact that he's going to get moved sometime this week. I, you know what? Yeah. And I, I just want to know why though. I, I, I need to know why with just <laughs> for myself. I just want to know why, man. I think he I wants out. Where have you been over the last eight months? You've been calling these games. You've been on the post game show. I know. Nobody likes him, Barrett. Nobody likes the guy. I don't even think he likes himself. We have Joe Santaluquito coming on, who had the ultimate uh, redemption article. No question. Basically, was like taking notes of all the people who went after him three years ago. Nobody in the building likes the guy except Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. And to be fair, Barrett, I'm not even sure Howie Roseman truly likes the guy because he just does whatever Jeffrey Lurie tells him to do. Well, those are the two most important people as far as making decisions. So why why are they doing it? If they like him, why do it? It doesn't make sense to me. It, uh, logically, it doesn't make sense just because somebody doesn't like you. That's a lot of people. I don't like. That's a lot of people I don't like in my damn house. But that don't mean I'm going to kick them out. Hey, I'm going to trade them to somebody. Contract. Right. If they were yeah, well, their contract, contract, and that contract ran out, 
Yeah, you they're living it. off of your nickel, though. I mean, what what happens if the you know if if you you know stop providing and they then we're just like, dude, this, this blows. I'm out of here. Well, that's the problem because I, they're not under contract. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And number one, number two, I don't have to pay them and I don't have to feed them. I don't have to. You don't have I to. Do, but you do. But I, yeah, right. but sometimes, also sometimes, but especially my son, man. He calls me. He, Friday, man, I had to go pick him up on the side of the highway, bro. And I told him, if you if a car starts making noises, that's telling you to stop driving right. it. Right. See, you're like that dad in that tax commercial that's airing right now, where the the son comes home, he comes into the garage, and he's like telling his dad advice about what he's doing for his company. Then he walks in and goes right in the refrigerator, and the dad's <laughs> like, "Hey, uh, can I uh, claim right this guy's dependent <laughs> because he's eating my food?" And they say, "No." Is it uh, some tax, uh, Bro, yeah, yeah. Some tax commercial? But it's, yeah. it's it's crazy, man, because they're going to have to pay this guy over $34 million. And that's fine. And, that's and he's not going to be there. And he's but, not going to be there. That's what Jacksonville did that with Nick Foles to get Nick Foles out yeah, of town. Right. Teams do this all the time. Here's what I'm amazed at. Here's what I'm truly amazed at is that they actually located an idiot. They found somebody dumber than them. Ryan yeah. Pace, Ryan Pace. hanging on a thread is going to bank it all right. on Carson Wentz. Right. The other GM that should have been fired, along with Howie Roseman, apparently is going to make a deal with Howie Roseman. How great is that? The two biggest bozos in the in, in the GM world of the NFL are going to make a deal. How great is this? Uh, it makes it so bad. He's had even more bad um, yeah. drafts than we have. Right. I mean, it's yeah, He's the only other thing that would make this fair is if they ship Trubisky to Philly. Right. Although I think right at this point they want Trubisky out there for well, for something. Like, what do you do with Trubisky at this point? Do you just let him walk? I don't well, know. If Carson goes there, if Carson goes there, he would go absolutely bonkers if he had Trubisky in back of him because he would definitely push him for a starting spot. And can Carson deal with that? I, no, the best point, thing was so. it would be if he has Foles as his backup oh. in Chicago. <laughs> that would be the best story of 2021. <laughs> Just shut it down in February. No, nothing would beat it. Oh, my goodness. It, 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 the middle of the country would that. just blow up. The middle of the country <laughs> would blow up. Right there in Chicago, it would just blow up. Yeah. yeah but here's you know what I'm saying? Carson Wentz has a lot to do with this trade as far as how much he'd be willing to give back, things along those lines. Yeah. He's not going to do anything at all to help the process if the process lands him in Chicago with Nick Foles. Like, well, why would Carson Wentz then open up that? Right, right. I mean, this is ridiculous. Now, he thought all this time that if he forces this trade, that he's going to Indy. Right. Yeah. Not today. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. Oh, hey, Ron. Good morning. Ooh, my friend are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fix your life. Rocket Can. <laughs> Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Hey, good morning. Good Super Bowl morning. It's, I know, a holiday for a lot of people, although nowadays, who even knows? A Monday could be a Saturday how your life is laid out with everything going on. But I imagine that you watched the game last night because over a third of the country watches the game each and every year. So if you're out there watching us right now, phillyvoice.com slash the middle or listening across sports map radio, including 1490 AM sports betting radio in Atlantic city. We're live early. 
from the Fritz and B and Cooley studios. And I'm sure anybody right now who is paying attention to this program watched some level of the Super Bowl last night. And we have Brady and Mahomes and what happened with Andy Reid, so many different things. But let me just say this real quick, if I may. Right down to, mind you, the best call of the night, which had not anything to do with Tony Romo and Jim Nance. No. I, last night, on purpose, did not watch anything but football. And I don't feel like I missed out on anything. I didn't watch anything right up. I, I made sure that I flipped on immediately at the t- coin toss and then flipped off at halftime. I didn't even watch the, the analysis of that half. Mm. I put on an episode of The Office. I came back to the second half. Wait and a second. I watched right until the final. You didn't right watch the weekend? Nope. Dude. Oh, no. my goodness. Here's Come on, man. I'm not anti any of that stuff. I just didn't need it in my life. And you know what? I don't feel any less off. Like, I don't feel like I missed out. I watched the game. That no, I cool. know, but it's content for the show. I mean, don't we typically, the day after the Super Bowl, discuss some of the commercials, the halftime sure. entertainment? I wish Miley Cyrus was the halftime entertainment. I caught some <laughs> of her act on the pregame show. I, I did it this morning. I went back and watched it this morning. She was fantastic. Bro, all I'm going to say is this, man. I'm, all I'm going to say is this, man. I I'm, I didn't know anything about the weekend. In fact, I got a dissertation on I'm not a pop guy. And they just noticed I'm a, I'm not a pop guy. I don't like pop mm. music because I don't like The Weeknd. I don't know any of his songs right. until I started listening to, oh, he sings that song. Oh, I still don't like it, but I figured out, okay, he sings that song. Yeah, be honest. It's, it sounds like every other pop song you've heard. Yeah. Right. So no. I don't I don't listen to that stuff. So I really didn't see how he right, spent $7 million under, of his own money. On, I was hold underwhelmed. Hold on. Right. Uh, we missed it. Damn it. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. One more. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Well, are we are we back? Yeah, we're back. Uh, I think Bow three three one six has it all sussed. He says Wentz stinks. The Super Bowl stunk. The weather stinks. It all stinks. Yeah. Yes. My I, my my um my favorite on this line. Uh, hold on a second. Be fighting. Um. Where is it at, man? Where he said he was gonna be say he turns around, he says, uh, I don't know who said it, but he just says Carson Wentz. The next thing he's gonna say, I retire. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, no, Carson, you're going to Chicago, and then he said, I retire. I retire. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, that's I, perfect. Here's the thing, Burger, and, and I think Harry. I don't know where. Yeah, Wentz, I'm retiring. Yeah, I love Shaggy. 
Yeah, I got to be honest with you. Like, this is great. He's writing the same song. I know. Isn't it great? song. Yes. Does he have any other songs in his catalog? It doesn't matter. Oh, my God. That song lives on. It will always live on. It wasn't me, bro. It just wasn't me, bro. It wasn't even a great song. Yeah. Yeah. He's not even really Jamaican. I know. Who cares? He's got everybody fooled. It's brilliant. Oh, he's not Jamaican? No, I think he's probably from, like, Missouri or something. Moines, Iowa or something. (laughs) (laughs) What the high school (laughs) was? I think he went to Kansas State, Barrett. Yeah, Mr. Boombastic, <laughs> get out of here. Mr. Boombastic, dude, that guy's awesome. He's a oh, yeah. Shaba ranks. Shaba, <laughs> that's what you need, all right? You give me some Shaba. Yes, baby. all right. <laughs> I, I'm Did you guys see any Mount of the Mount Rushmore seven- of Jamaican rappers, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Did you guys see any of the $70 million that The weekend spent on his own? No. Of he his own money? Out of his own pocket. Yeah. Let's stop Did with you- that. That's what, what he said, man. Yeah. I need to see the receipts. <laughs> Shaggy's from Shaba. Missouri. Shaba ranks. Shaba. Fantastic. Oh, me don't want no regular way. Me want that sticky icky. <laughs> Good morning, Mom. And no, I don't smoke weed, Mom. Sorry. Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so we've got two things going on today. We have a full recap reaction of the Super Bowl, and we're also going to get ahead of a story that's going to happen in the next maybe couple of hours, if not day or so, that everybody on this network and around the country is going to be talking about. It just so happens to be right here in Philadelphia where we are in the trade, the imminent trade of Carson Wentz. Let's... That's not going anywhere at the moment. Joe Santaliquido, Philly Voice, where we are, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, wrote an article. We'll tell you all about this coming up. He wrote a column years ago, three years ago, basically saying that Carson Wentz was a major problem inside the organization. Players, other people spoke on it. Now he basically went back, reinforced it with new updated material. He's going to join us at 1140 Eastern because that's going to give us a nice little precursor to what should and will outside of Barrett Brooks is the only person on the planet who thinks he's not going to get traded happen with Wentz. And then at 1240 Eastern, I have confirmation and I feel a little bad as well. I'm going to hit you with it. It wasn't me that said that when he does get traded. Uh, It wasn't me. We have it on tape. That's the problem. Just like uh, it wasn't me. Cheeto hands and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, you had that. You, you're caught now. I, I hate Aston Kutcher. Well, <laughs> why? More reason why that commercial's got to go. Oh, I can't stand he him. Had a little bit of a fake Jamaican accent. Yeah, right, right, wrong. right, 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 right. Here's the thing: John McMullen's going to join us at twelve forty, and I feel a little guilty. I feel a little bad about an interaction I had with John on Twitter that then caused him to be trolled by some trolls. So, oh yeah, yeah. I have to apologize. I, I didn't mean this to happen. I when just, was this? Never, yeah, when this happened? Yeah, it was yesterday. He put a tweet out about Car- about Howie Roseman reading the market really well and all this stuff. And I was like, Howie, and I just I quoted the tweet saying Howie Roseman's a coward. All this other stuff. <laughs> See, that's why. I, that's why I can't get Howie on the show, man. <laughs> See, that's why, because of you, bro. I don't want Howie on the show. No, I don't either. <laughs> I would never want no. to say a word to that guy in public or yeah. private. I have well, what if he gets what if he gets a first rounder, a good player, and yada 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 yada? Then you guys gonna be singing as praise yeah. and everything else, and I'm gonna be like, 
Come on, man. No, and not when you look at what they gave up to eventually get Carson Wentz and what they paid Carson Wentz and the the amount of money that they're going to have to eat in dead money to get rid of Carson Wentz. It ain't worth it. What are you going to get? Outside of Khalil Mack, what player from the Bears? What Tariq Cohen's gonna you know float your boat? Tariq That's Cohen word. and the twentieth pick for a, for a franchise quarterback? Exactly, Please. exactly. I, I I can't, I can't, I can't do it, man. I can't do it, man. It's get ready, <laughs> it, but get ready it, for it. Why, why, why? Then? I don't understand why, why, why do this? Why, Carson? Tell him, you know, act straight. Get over there, play football, and shut up. I mean, that's what coaches used to tell me back in the day. Yeah. These new kids are just too damn sensitive, man. Well, I mean, my coach like, tell me. How'd you like to be Nick Sirianni coming in here to coach this team? And, oh, by the <laughs> way, one two weeks into your tenure, we're trading the franchise quarterback. Hey, we brought you in there. Look, look, look I, I we brought you in to, to change Carson Wentz, to make him a better player. And then all of a sudden, a There's week no after that, he's out. There's no way that happened. Look at the press conference. Go back and look at his mannerisms. Look at how he acted. Look at the verbiage that was coming out of Sirianni's mouth. I would bet you money, Barrett and Harry and anybody else out there because I'm hot off of these props from last night. Jeez. Nobody cares. I I bet you money that they told him in private, of course, we plan on moving on from Carson. Yeah, they might have. Yeah. Just just the way in which he danced around in the presser to now. I mean, let's use the benefit of hindsight. We right. have it. Yeah. We have the benefit of hindsight. Why not apply it? Okay, well, I then mean, let's take it to the to the uh, the previous level, too. Is that where the falling out came with Doug Peterson and Jeff Lurie? Because well, Jeffrey Lurie said to, said to Doug, hey, we're, we're going to probably move on from Carson Wentz. And Doug was like, what? Well, right. This is, this is the thing. And it's illustrated in Santa Liquido's piece. Joe Santa Liquido from Philly Voice is going to join us coming up in 14, 24 minutes. Pardon me. Is that a lot of the issue started with Doug giving this kid so much rope to work with. Hey, mm-hmm. man, you want to be Peyton Manning? You can be Peyton Manning on the line. Kill, mm-hmm. kill, call. Moving people around. <laughs> basically calling the plays with the base of your personnel on the line. Being able to switch. And then when it didn't work or... People got hurt, and Carson was struggling as well. Doug did what I think most coaches would do if you're not Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Bench him. And, and Phil, no, just pull it in. Pull it in. Okay, yeah. yeah Dumb down the offense a little bit. Yeah. But and and then and the Joe will illustrate this in the piece. What happened then is they created a monster. They they empowered this young man to the point in which he was the offense. Yep. King Kong ain't got. Bleep on me. Yeah, you sit yeah. back in the back seat, Ethan Hawk, and let me ride this thing. And then all of a sudden, people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And that's where it, that's where I think, Barrett, this whole thing is beyond fractured. It's broken. It's broken. At this point, man, you got to look at the whole situation. I, I, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I understand why he's acting the way he's acting. They, you know, he's from that new generation. He, he's he's so privileged and entitled that he feels as though he should. He's trying. He's been trying to make himself be one of these quarterbacks that he's not. So now, when you tell him he's not because you've given him everything and allowed him to go out there and be that guy, and he can't be that guy now, his feelings are hurt. Now it's your fault instead of being his fault. So at this time, I I, I don't want this coach anymore. So they let that coach go. Now they're gonna let him go. Why the hell would you let the coach go if you knew you were going to do this? See, that's where I'm coming from. It doesn't make sense. Why would you let him go 
Why would you let uh, your, your head coach, who everybody loved, I mean, the entire team loved Doug. You let him go, and you Not still the with the, you still knowing you were going to let uh, Wentz go? See, that it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense you're going to let your head coach go, and you're, and you're still going to let Carson Wentz go. So why? So that, that's what I'm saying. Why are you going to go out and spend this money on this quarterback Everybody and not even give him an opportunity to go out there and play, and then you're going to trade him away? It, it, to me, it doesn't make sense. None of this makes say, sense. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, there, there's one thing that I think we have to apply to your scenario here. Doug Peterson didn't fight for his job. Doug Peterson, if anything, no. went into that meeting with the sabotage. Knowing he was going to get fired. Exactly. Saying, yeah. oh, hey, 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 who does Jeffrey Leary not want to hear in that meeting? Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. You mentioned Press Taylor. Your ass is right. out. Okay, cool. Press, yeah. Taylor. Press Taylor's <laughs> coming back. He's my exactly. OC, baby. Jim Schwartz said, nope, nope. I don't want anything to do with this place. So I think what happened, this is where I veer off from you, B, is I think I would agree with, to your point. If Doug and Schwartz both in their own ways basically said, I don't want anything to do with this team. And I think there was that level of dysfunction, partly because of Carson. Like even Schwartz knew it. Hey, man, right. we're going anywhere with except for this quarterback, how far he takes us. <laughs> that's, right. that's what he's gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, and and look at the players that he's that uh that Schwartz has been pushed into playing. I mean, that he made something out of nothing. You know, he 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 took he took lemons without other ingredients and at least made lemonade. It was a little tart, but he at least was able to go out there and compete with the guys that he had there. Do you guys realize the last game, excuse me, he played with, there were three guys that started or three guys on the field to play substantial minutes that weren't on the roster two weeks earlier. Guys, they they had a guy that drafted in 2016 that wasn't even on the squad until he came and played in the game. So, I mean, I'd want to leave also. And Doug knew. This is America. This is a circus here, man. He he knew he wasn't gonna have any power. He should have he should have really flexed the year after he won the Super Bowl. If Doug would have flexed in and said, "Hey, this is my team. I do what I want to do on my team. Give me my power," then I could see. Okay, you know we wouldn't have been at this point because now he'd have showed everybody. Look, this is my team. I can do what I want. I have the keys. I can you know I can press start when I want to. I can turn it off when I want to. But he didn't, mm-hmm. and he kept how he kept the power that he had. So at this point, it still doesn't make sense to me, though. It still doesn't. There's no way that, you know, this organization is making smart decisions. When you let your head coach go, you're about to trade. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. You're all expecting this money. smart decisions. Your expectations are, are haywire. They like, go with them damn expectations, right? This isn't the Pittsburgh Steelers. This isn't, you know, a, a, a stable organization. That's exactly what? it, Harry. Yeah. We've, we've found, seriously. Think of it this. doesn't make sense. But hold on a second. We're in our. It does season. make sense. It's, it's the Eagles. <laughs> you, we are now. You know that old saying. You argue with an idiot, and I'm paraphrasing. It's if you argue with an idiot from afar, it's just two idiots arguing, right? Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Along those lines, from afar, it's two idiots having a conversation. It's Ryan Pace and Howie Roseman. We are a laughing stock. Like Ryan Pace and the Bears, yeah. despite making the playoffs, right. are a laughing stock. That's where I think we have to come from. This point of view of man, we we don't have that gold standard. Remember, there was a time when Andy Reid was here, and they were making the playoffs year in and year out, and it was just like, man, you know, Philadelphia, they, they're hovering. They're such a great organization; they get it right every year, but they just they just miss on this one thing. Now, come on, yeah, 
the guy is drunk. But there he goes. <laughs> well, we have we got to play that. I, I put it out here on the middle here, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, asking the crowd what they wanted to hear first, because we have three cuts. We have a bunch, actually. Yeah. But I, I narrowed it down to three that we could run with. The first, of course, would be the Cheetos commercial. Ron Culver actually does have that. Now, just because we play something first doesn't mean you're not going to hear it on the show. We have the Cheetos commercial. We also have Kevin Harlan. The guy is drunk, and there he goes. We are calling the play-by-play of the fan, right. speaking with the mask on. And then also we have some idiot reporter not knowing yeah, this is Byron great. Leftwich is. Yeah, they, right. he couldn't tell the difference between Todd Bowles or Byron Leftwich. Unbelievable. Yeah. This is the Super Bowl. This is not the preseason. It's unbelievable anyway, but still. <clears throat> All right, so it looks like the stream is calling for the play-by-play. You two can break the tie if you like. What what, what should we hear first? No, I want the play-by-play first. Of, like, right, any, I, anything Kevin Harlan has got to be number one. I got to be honest. I'm not anti, but that was not Jim Nance's best night. No. Yeah, yeah. And no. Tony's Tony. Like, uh, he's in his own box and all Yeah, but they, they weren't that great. No. No, the they game, weren't. We'll talk about the game and everything, yeah. too, from it. But, all right, let's listen, Ron, if we can, before we break to the Kevin Harlan. This is courtesy of Westwood One. As a fan, you didn't see much of it at all on television. No. Except for Tom Brady looking up, being like, is he coming after me? No? Okay, we're good. <laughs> this is the play-by-play of Kevin Harlan and the streaker. Second down, 20. 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. And the players <laughs> with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh, why is this taking place in a Super Bowl? Oh, my goodness. Now, that, that might be transphobic uh, type of language from Kevin Harlan. Is he getting any blowback? Fire? I don't know. Can we isolate just that one part at the end? <laughs> Pull up your pants. Take off the bra. Be a be man. A man. <laughs> What's that clip from the be a man? What? No, it's, it. it's the Godfather. You can act like a man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why, but I'm thinking of pants on the ground. Remember that viral right. pants on the ground, pants on the ground, eagles all around, eagles yeah, all yeah. around. Pants eagles on don't the start, ground. man. Don't start, man. I'm already, you know, I already got a headache, man. Oh my goodness. I got oh, a slight Lord hangover. I woke up too early breaking down film. A hangover. I can't understand why. That was I my first can't... sober Super Bowl since I was 17. And you realize how bad they are, don't you? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's amazing. I when you don't have any add-ons, I'm telling you. you feel a little better. Right? I needed accoutrement last night around halftime. <laughs> we got to take a quick one here on the network. We're back. It is the middle. Also, you'll hear some other things happening, but a couple of big things from the game itself. I know we had to get this crazy story with Wentz out of the way because it's going to happen. If anything, it might happen today. But also, the game itself, Harry's got Brady behind him. Barrett was all over the Bucks. I, from uh, telling you on props and locks to here, take the Bucks with the points and all. And hopefully people played the prop of all props because we gave it to you at plus 800. Yeah. And don't forget my under 56. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we all were on that, right? Even Barrett was on that, right? Yep. He didn't know what that meant. Oh, okay. He just <laughs> later on, on I did. Press the middle and sports map radio. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Bro, oh, this, I just I just don't understand the, the middle. They arrested a man they say broke into the Massachusetts home owned by Brady and Bunchen. He was just hanging out on the couch in the basement, man. That's all. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> what, was he playing video games? Oh, no, he, he was just hanging. He just broke in and was just chilling. Just hanging out in the basement. Wow. All right, now let's let's look at this. You've broken into Brady and Giselle's house. You've got 10 minutes before you need to get the hell out of there and not get caught. What are you doing? What are you grabbing? All right, well, if I broke into Giselle and Tom's home in Massachusetts, chances are I'm a Patriot fan. All right? And I'm looking, scouring the house for the for a Super Bowl ring. Right. And I'm just where I'm going to, if I find one, I'm going to put it on. I'm going through the drawers of the jewelry and all this stuff. Uh, for <laughs> oh, Tommy. You think that's locked up? He's got like six kids. Well, he's got so many rings. He's probably got one on the coffee table. The Middle with Aton Sanders, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This was the one right here. Second biggest prop for me. What's that? I can't, I can't really see. Uh, it's. It's blurred. Uh, fourth quarter tie. Oh, okay. So I had a fourth quarter tie hit at plus 750 because I, I jumped in well, 843. Oh, no. Do we have to call that out? What's that? I just saw it. Oh, Barrett was on the Farsi show this morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Did you, Farsi. did you get to promote this show? <laughs> Come no. on, bro. No, you're yes, lying. I did. Nah, no, I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to it. In fact, it, 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 like two or three times. Get out the of The middle, here. baby. The middle. Well, did you see Bruce Woo! Springsteen promoting the middle last night? No. We in the Jeep that, commercial. I, I gave you the audio t- and told you where to, f- or told Ron where to find it. It's at uh, like minute yeah, 102. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything you said, he's got. Yeah, it's great. How about this, Harry? 753 last night. Pound that under 51 and a half in game. Dude. <laughs> that was the only thing keeping me watching the damn thing was the under. Oh, you got here's the thing. So that game sucked. It was awful. That game was amazing. Awful. No, if you didn't Are you bet, kidding me? If you didn't bet, that game was miserable. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm glad Tampa won and Arians and Brady and all that, but Still, that was just garbage. Oh, Let, let's save it. Save it for the airways. Airways, he used to say. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yeah, this might be the first time in my life with my experiences of knowing, working, friendship with Barrett Brooks where I don't believe him. He has told stories that seem like tall tales that have been verified by anybody and everybody filmed to back it up. But this might be the first time in my life knowing Mr. Brooks 
that I don't believe him. Is he that right? I can't wait to be vindicated. I cannot wait to be vindicated. All look, I really all can't. Ask is that wherever you go, because you're more popular than both of us. We get that, and your name is out there, and people may want to talk to you about Wentz or the Eagles or the Super Bowl, anything. Maybe just cooking or all the things, cars, stuff you do. We just ask that you promote this show. That's it. That's all we ask, right? Bro, I cannot wait till I'm vindicated for this. This is a travesty. I cannot believe that do you we guys have tape. Yes, it's we're going to have to track right it down. It's, we need it's, tape. It's bonafide. It's like you say, Barrett, the tape don't lie. It so if lie. we have the tape, that's what we're going to have to hear. I'm going to have to hear this. To, I will have to do it. You know, I mean, I, I, I hate to do it to you guys, <laughs> but I, I, I hate to do it, but I will be vindicated. I will be oh, vindicated. <laughs> All right. One thing we were talking about just as we got back here was the game itself. And I, I think. This is where we are right now. There were people that were playing fantasy tournaments where it was just one game. There were people that were betting the game, and there were people that were watching the whoa, game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There are three elements that will always be involved in, in a football-slash-sporting event. So what might be entertaining for some isn't for others. I, I get that. But Barrett seems to be on an island here defending the quality of that football game last Did night. you not see conceptually how I predicted – this game will be one in the trenches, number one. They will be able to create a pass rush against those 13 tackles, which will make sure that, that Pat will be running around like a chick with his head cut off, number one. Number two, I said the linebackers that they have. Levante David had an excellent game, shutting down the best tight end in the league. Well, he caught then, 10 passes. Not yeah. even totally <laughs> shut him down, but, up. you know, he Bruh. didn't damage him. Bruh, we're talking about – they, man, that's like shutting him down, man. I mean, four yards here, three yards here, six yards. That's a shutdown in my book. They and shut then, down the speedster. The roadrunner yeah, did nothing. They double teamed him. They double teamed. They yeah. bracketed him. Yeah. Which, but only way they could do that, like I said, is that those linebackers can handle Kelsey. Todd Bowles should have won the MVP. That's, no that's bottom line. Todd no, Bowles Brady, was the MVP. Brady and then I, is fine because that cash the big prop that i've been pushing for weeks here which was bucks win brady mvp gronk td plus 800 yeah that's he had two it. of them didn't he yes but yeah. but that was it and gronk scores right away you're thinking man that's the hard part right because the bucks win look at what you guys were talking about the defense barrett's plan of attack came through to a t yeah Harry, you were mentioning that as well getting to mahomes and just the concern you had for the chiefs offense and then you look at everything when, it, you know, it's all said and yeah. done, it's over. And the two safeties played, and they played what they played well uh, last night. But I'll oh, tell oh, you. Real quick. I'm sorry. Uh, keep. I, I no, there, there was another prop. Were you on the prop problem. that said Gronkowski and uh, A.B., Fournette, and. Um, all score? Yeah, all score a touchdown. There was, no. it was one of those that paid a lot. Remember, my A.B. bets were heavy on your guy, both of your guy who was M-I-A, not the rapper M-I-A or H-E-R. H-E-R was great last night. Missing in action, your boy Scotty. Oh, Scotty Miller. Yeah. Where is he? Where is he? Ah, where's your boy Scotty? That's because A.B. was playing, Because A.B. played. Yeah, man. But look look at this, though. Look at this, though. Just looking at that game, man, how could you not see all this? I mean, we said that we run the ball. If they, if, if Tampa Bay can run the ball, keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, 
and it, it, it just votes for a better game of, of the you know Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning. And I kept pounding it, pounding it for the last two and a half weeks that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win because of defense and their ability to run the ball. Leonard Fournette yeah. let it up. Even though and he how only about had all like the penalties on Kansas City in that first half. What you guys said about my Super Bowl? The time, the time outs. You said, Harry? No, the penalties. No, the, the penalties. Oh, come on. First off, the penalties were now. The penalties didn't lose the game, but what was hilarious to me was watching on Twitter about nineteen, maybe twenty seconds following this huge viral praise of the first female official to be in the Super Bowl. She's hot, by the way. It turned into <laughs> uh, yes. I, Dude, I, I, I mean, she should do a calendar. I want. I would buy it. I don't even know what her name is. But I don't know either. But everybody she's... then turns on the officials. It went from being like, oh, my God, what an amazing achievement to be a female official to being, I hate the referees, no. the worst people on the planet. Right. Myself, like, What are we celebrating then at this point? You hate them no matter what they look like. Doesn't right. matter what gender, color, whatever they are. Sarah Thomas. Thank you, Ron Colbert. Yes. All right, real Bro. quick, I, I want to ask this question, and Barrett would know the answer, unless maybe this has come up in conversations with Baldy or Ike or Q or other former players as well. But you mentioned the safeties. Mm -hmm. There was a penalty towards the end of the game. Yeah. Antoine Winfield hit Tyreek with the deuce, with the right. peak sign. You're out of here. Which is what he throws up, apparently, when he scores. Yes. When he right? scores, yeah. yeah. Now, I would bet or guess that Winfield got nothing negative on the the Super Bowl is won it's over what I was annoyed with him well but, but as a coach I, if I thought a, the coach went up to him and gave him a little bump like yeah. you call that bleep bleep right. like that might be the first time in the history of the Super Bowl that somebody got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty and was basically rewarded for it yeah I was annoyed because it was still a 16 point game and two right. touchdowns and two <laughs> two point conversions and you're at 56. My All wife right. is like going, what are you, what is wrong with you? This game's <laughs> over. I'm like, the hell it is. I said, I've been beaten like this before. Do you realize they could score? And then they think they're still in the game. They're going to onside kick it. They get the ball. They score again in two two-point conversions, and I'm screwed. Right. <laughs> she doesn't understand. No, I'll tell you, though, that that was the key of the game for me as well. Was just it depends on what coach it is. Well, Big Red would have been pissed. Yeah. But Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians. He wouldn't. He, he long as he wins, he didn't care about all that. You know, you could be a total ass, but he wouldn't. As long as you don't hurt your team, he doesn't care, man. He, and he, and that's he the thing, like the game was over. What are you going right, to do? Goal right. the guy in the last play of the game. Here's the thing, though. Um, to Harry's point about sweating that out, that's that's really the only thing that added some value. For Intrigue. Me. Yeah. Even if it was just a little bit, like a sprinkle, you know, like ah, a little half yeah. minute here or tie in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, I, I'll just be quick, quick here because Joe's going to join us. In this. Did you forward that thing to Joe? No, Me? I didn't. Email? Can you do that? Yes, Please? I can. All right. Thank you. Just, you just take that email. Okay. Um, so remember, Harry, at the beginning of the week, two weeks ago, mm -hmm. I jumped on the Chiefs right away because I thought the money line would move up, which it did for a little bit. Then it came back down. So I just pounded, you know, a little bit couple of units like eight units right. on the money line right away so throughout all the props and all the other stuff i had to make that back so the only way i could truly be comfortable making that back was a final spread line and i took the bucks minus 20 and a half so i'm watching that final series drenched 
in sweat. Yeah. Because I'm about to lose 16 units on fucking Mahomes doing Whoa. one thing. What? Can you say that? Oh, we're on the stream. Sorry. Oh, God. Not on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't hear any music or anything. No, no, I don't know what was going on anyway. here. I apologize. <laughs> that was... That was emotion coming out. Jesus. I said, woo. No, I see the time. We got a minute. Um, All right. So I'm watching this, watching this, and I'm thinking they're going to score. Right. Like, I'm out. I, yeah. I lost I lost the beginning, and, of course, I lost at the end. Yeah. And, and this is going to kill me. So I cheered probably louder for uh-huh. that interception than anything non-Eagles related. Well, the other thing, too, there was a third and one around middle, towards the middle of the field in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, just get the first down. Keep the drive going. And they threw the ball. They tried to get it deep to Gronkowski. He yes. overthrows him. I'm like, what are you doing? Do you Why? want the Chiefs to right. come back? Yes. What are you freaking doing? They gave and him my, the ball. And then on a fourth, I think it was like fourth and one or whatever, they kicked the field goal. I'm like, man, if he misses this field goal, you're going to give him. I'm like, you know, that's the way I watch the game. Yep. Well, you know, yeah. all on, and, and the whole time you guys are texting, I'm like, you guys are missing a great game, man. You're missing a great game. I'm thinking to myself, look at all. I watched stuff. it. What do you mean missing it? What are you talking about? I'm talking about look at the 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 the, the game within the game. You'll see in my breakdowns. I got two breakdowns for you. We can have the top of hour. Oh yeah. Is the middle on the sports map radio network presented by Rocket Mortgage live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, Joe Santa Liquido is going to join us in a second. Maybe a minute. That's fine. And uh, if you are watching in the break, you are privy to content you probably <laughs> won't hear on the radio. Wow. We can't right? see on the radio. Hopefully not. <laughs> because if you did, you wouldn't be on the radio anymore. Very true. Very true. I've heard people say things in the past. And what, what I said, although not offensive in like an ignorant, bigoted way. No. Would be offensive to anybody as, as a curse, as the most popular curse word that you can't say. Right. 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 We'll do it live. We will. Speaking of which, <laughs> we'll go out to the guest line here. And if you're watching phillyvoice.com or listening on the stream as well, we bring in from, well, Philly Voice and a couple of other places as Santa <laughs> Liquido has been covering the world of sports from boxing to everything Philadelphia, ringtv.com, boxing writers, and of course, phillyvoice.com. You can follow Joe on Twitter at Loquito, which is S-A-N-T-O-L-I-Q-U-I-T-O. What's happening, Joe? Hey, guys. How are you? Doing great, man. You look good, man. Joe, Joe. (laughs) I look good? I never look good. I woke up in the morning. I looked at myself in the morning. I'm like, oh, my God, is that me? It happens every morning I look at myself in the mirror. I never look good. Come on. Come on, man. Well, hey. You feel okay, right? Here, here's my question, okay? Can I, it was, can it I, was well-intended, Aton. I mean, <laughs> I, I should have known. Joe, Joe doesn't pull part of the pun as a boxing writer connoisseur any punches. Uh, yeah, I look like the guy that got punched. <laughs> Here, here's my question, okay? And, yes, sir. And, and, any way you want. You and I, mm-hmm. we go back. You know Harry forever. You know Brooks yeah. forever yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. So I ask you this as somebody who knows and respects your work for years mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. the board. 
Mm -hmm. with this second piece going Mm -hmm. back to the one you wrote years ago. Mm -hmm. How much do you feel vindicated? Um, Very vindicated. I I think I felt vindicated two years ago. Um, I knew what I had on my side. I knew who I recorded. I I knew who I spoke to. Um, I played those tapes to the Philly Voice folks. They knew. Uh, and much credit, by the way, before I, I go into anything, and I don't want to, but I, I need to, 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 to drop uh, people, major lines here, one of which is Matt Mullen. I, none of this happens without Matt's belief in me and his trust in me. Um, I, I went to him with, oh, there we go. I could see better. I'll put on my glasses. Um, I went to him with this two years ago with it. And he trusted and had faith in me. Um, I did not foresee the tsunami that would come at me. Mm-hmm. I learned quite a bit from it. Um, what disappointed me, and I know because Barrett and I have had many conversations about this. These are people that we all know, all of us know, all four of us know in the media that know me. And uh, I'm the president of the Boxing Writers Association. I mean, think about this. I put out a uh, a controversial story. We agree. The first one was controversial. Uh, the second one is controversial too, but I put out a controversial story. And am, am I, am I, why would I do that? Why would I risk everything? Why would I risk my job at Ring Magazine? Why would I risk my job at Philly Voice? Why would I risk, I mean, I have 8 million oars in the water doing 8 zillion other things. Why would I risk all kinds of credibility by doing something that's an absolute complete falsehood? Why would I do that? I mean, I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. And, uh, you know, I knew what I had on my side. I knew I had uh, a lot of validation. And what happened with me is I got even greater validation. Um, is that we, we were preparing to do, this is the first story. And uh, I remember, I'll never forget, standing behind, literally standing behind Carson Wentz on the 14th of January, 2019. And Evan Macy, the Philly Voice sports editor, comes up to me and goes, Where's the stand? Because we had been collecting information, collecting information and gathering stuff from from the different outlets, different people, different sources. And I said, it doesn't stand anywhere because we don't have basically we have eight, nine guys. Um, Can I say bitch? Yes. Okay, I'm going to say bitch. Okay, bitching about the quarterback. And I don't really have any really serious outside source to corroborate all this. And that night, that very night. I get a call out of the blue from someone pretty high up in the Eagles. And I said, listen, this is what I'm working on. And I run everything by him. And what was supposed to be a 10 or 15 minute conversation turns into a two and a half hour conversation and validates, validates about 90, 98% of what I was told by those, by those players. And that's what still shocked you said me. Players. Yeah. yeah, it was, well, it was, it was numerous numerous players <laughs> and um this individual validated all of that and then he went a step further and got me someone now this is that uh, this is monday night the 14th of january 2019 that wednesday i think it was a, it was super bowl week i believe he gets me in touch with someone that wednesday afternoon who validates what he validated and then the coup de gras was um after I had written that story, uh, that story was physically, literally physically in the Novacare Center, Novacare Complex, before it went public. Now, obviously, I didn't send it to anybody's Eagles account. Again, I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. 
And um, it got back to me uh, that Friday. And I know I, I spoke to Barrett about this again, not reviewing anyone, but you know, the blank is true. Leave my name, the blank out of it. You can fill in the, <laughs> what the blanks meant, but I'm like, you know what? And then I, I got in touch with Matt Mullen, Evan Macy. I think, I think we're good. I think we're gold with this. Um, I didn't expect again, the tsunami that, w- that was coming at me in reference to um, people that, again, that I've known in the media for a while that suddenly I, I made it up and, and I'm never down there. And I'm like, and one, one major media source actually saw me with a group of guys late December of 2018, the public setting. I mean, one of the guys that was very, very critical of the first story I wrote, and I'm like, wait a second, you jackass. You saw me with four guys right, right there in front of you. Right. You know, so, yeah. you know, and and, and we'll, we'll we'll go off. And, and here's something, again, you guys know media as well as anyone. You have a story that you do, a story that you write, and it has a certain shelf life. And through time, uh, that, that story, that shelf life crumbles. And... You know, there's stuff that I've I've done. Uh, very proud of the Wentz work and very proud of the Wentz stories. But I've done stuff like uh, a piece on Adonis Stevenson, former you know light heavyweight champion who who survived death twice. You know, and it has a great shelf life of maybe two or three days. Um, Charles Conwell, the fighter that uh, God rest his soul that killed Patrick Day, right. and that was a story that 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 has a shelf life of a week. You know, and then again it it it, it falters by the wayside. This is something that I did. And on Monday, January 21st of 2019, that I think you guys all agree. And, and please don't take this the wrong way as if I'm shouting from the mountaintops, beating my chest. But the fact of the matter is this story's only gotten stronger. Right. right. Its legs have only expanded and it's only gotten stronger. And then to quote Sal Palantonio, the day the story, it has no legs. There's no validity behind this. So what are we talking about two years later? We're still talking about it. Right. Right. So, so go from there. I don't know. It's the echo, but. Uh, going from there, you know, and this this new story that you put out mm-hmm. and, the, and, and you broke down mm-hmm. and it's it coming out right now. Do you see mm-hmm. it's going to be a little more of an aftermath after well, after you guys are saying Carson Wentz gets traded? You know, mm-hmm. what do you think comes out after this? After that, rather? I still think he gets traded because right now, from what I know and I think what we know, there's a lot of strong feelings in that locker room against this guy and and you can't you just can't ignore it you just you just can't you can't walk by it like this and like that you know i don't want to hear it you, you got to hear it if you're the eagles they're a smart organization well the smart i'd like to think they're a smart organization you know? i mean they're four eleven and one but i like to think they're going to listen to some feedback and right now you're dealing with a situation here where uh and i and I ask you three i mean can he come back i don't think so uh, I think he's. I does think he want to come back? Yeah, and that's that, that, and we're finding out that he, that he doesn't, and right, that's right. bothered people too. That surprised me when all this stuff came out, and I'm thinking, you know, you got to hear stuff. I'm talking to some 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 of the guys, they're like, you know what? That bothered some people. That bothered, you know, he's quitting. He's not only quitting on us; he's quitting on himself. He doesn't want to compete. Who wants to follow a leader like that? Yeah. Who yeah. wants to turn him in? You got you got Mahomes running for his life that whole night last night. And guys that were still willing to play for him because why? Because he still didn't want he he didn't quit. He didn't turn around and pout on the sideline, grab his little iPad and sit in the corner and go, eh. yeah. you know he didn't do any of that. Right? You know he still and, played and, his and ass your, off. And that's from your story also that he grabs his iPad during game type situations and he's almost untouchable in the aspect he goes and sits there and dares anybody to come say something to him. 
Watch out. Yeah. Don't yeah. you come say anything to me. I'm Carson. That's it. Yeah, I've, I've seen that happen before, to <laughs> other people before, awesome but like not to the uh, yeah, but not to the extent of that, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I played with guys that weren't really good guys, good people, but there was still a respect factor as far as the team would go out there and fight for him. I, you're right. I didn't see it for Carson on this team, even though I still think that he still is going to be here. I, I'm still under that impression because none of it makes sense to me. But <laughs> Only person on the planet, Joe. I, I know, man. Joining I know. Us, Barrett yeah. Brooks, who believes that Carson Wentz will be the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. <sighs> I, I love Barrett, so I can't even say anything negative about him, but he's he's crazy. He's off but, his pocket. Barrett, how do you – why do you feel that way? I, I, I have a leaning that he's going to be traded, but I'm like 55, 45 that will be traded. Has, I still think there's an element there that, that's going to keep it back. And that element, by the way, is Jeff Lurie and Harry Roseman. Because Lurie, I believe, more and more – exactly. Lurie's the one more and more that this is his guy. But, he again, he has to look at the, the, the environment around Wentz right now. Does anybody believe in this guy? Well, we know they're willing to turn around and play for Jalen Hurts. We know that because we saw it on the field. It's the eye test. You know, this guy here, do I really want to stretch out for a pass from Carson Wentz if it's a little beyond me? It was you the know, same no. thing with Foles years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'll, I'll, and people two years ago, they didn't want to hear that. Yeah. Three major factors make me say this. Mm-hmm. Number one, the money factor. That's yeah. $34 yeah. million going to be sitting, that's going to be gone out of your locker mm-hmm. room. And mm-hmm. it's, it's money that's going to be unaccounted for because it's going to be on another team. So that's mm-hmm. one. Number two, the mere fact that the head um, they let a head coach go for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's number two. And number three, which was probably the most damning as far as I'm getting traded, is the fact that the owner loves him and wants him here, mm-hmm. and he hired a coach to come in and, and take care of the situation for him. Mm-hmm. So those are the three things why I'm saying that, and that's why I'm pointing that direction. Yeah, but Barrett, here's here's the other side of it, and I think you would agree with this, is you know the inner workings of a locker room. You of all people, and, yeah. and between the four of us. You know guys talk. You know, guys in the league talk. Um, I'm going to – Barrett, you have a good vibe of what's being said in that locker room, I think. Well, I know exactly uh, what I talked to those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be blunt with you, straight up. I don't think they want him back. And that's the difficult situation that the Eagles are faced with, that even if he comes back, does Carson himself want to come back? I mean, how do you explain this? As someone said to me – uh, you know what? He's going to have to address us before he addresses his coaches or address the media. He's going to have to address his teammates. He has to win the locker room again. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, that's, that's all BS that's and right. aspect. Hold, hold, on, hold on one sec. We, we okay. got a break real quick. So we're going to wrap. Joe, hang with us for a second. Okay. We have a break. Mm-hmm. We're live on the stream as well. Phillyvoice.com mm-hmm. slash the middle and sports map radio. All right. So now we have uh, we have about two, two and a half with you, Joe. Okay. All right. This is why I say that. Because there was a, a a guy that said a racial slur, receiver from Florida. What was his name? Riley it was Cooper. on the team. Huh? Riley, Riley Cooper. Cooper. Now he was able because the mm-hmm. the the head coach and the owner decided to let him come back. All mm-hmm. that was swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. That could initially happen here also. Mm-hmm. So I mean that that locker room can be solidified by. The owners come in and say, hey, this is our guy. He's going to change, yada, yada, yada. So I'm not really worried about the locker room. But I am worried about, like I said, is the money situation and the owner and GM want him here. Yeah. Um, what's your sense, Barrett, when you talk to guys there? What's your sense? I mean, did, I'm, I'm assuming they kind of validated what 
Well, it's, you, it's, we may be talking to the same people. I don't know, but they, no, no, they may validate what 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 I wrote today. Well, a lot of guys don't like him because he's not an approachable guy. So it's not really okay. like he's not an approachable guy. Yeah. He's not a guy yeah. you know go out and have a beer with. He's not a guy that's going to say, "All right, I'm going to go out and risk everything for him." Yeah. But at the end of the day, preach on, he, Bart. Preach if on. He, if, he goes, if, he, if they keep him in that locker room, mm. they'll still fight for him. Mm. So I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I think they're out on Carson Wentz. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I think Carson Wentz wants out of Philly. I yeah. mean, it's just yeah. he's he he's. I like to think of him. He's a smart enough guy to turn around. And the thing is, if you you guys read what I wrote today, the question has to be asked. And, and these are guys. These are guys in the locker room with him. These are NFL people. These are people that know more football, more NFL football on the tip of their pinky than I do on my whole round body. And um, a couple of them, more than a couple of them said, you know, does he want to be fixed? Does he still see, can he see a problem? His and that's flaws. a big question, yeah. you know, because if he was turning around denying an issue, you know, a couple of years ago, things like that, they only fester through time. And it becomes a point where can he be pulled back? Um, yes. I tell you what, I know, I know some people and there's some folks with the bears. Eh, they're not crazy about this. Yeah, because they have Philly connections and they talk to a lot of folks here in the, in the Philly area. Some are from Philly. They're not They're not exactly crazy about 11 coming their way. Yeah, screw the Bears. I hope they jump on this grenade. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Joe. I'll also, I'll also say this. I'll also say this. What I know is that the Bears are willing to throw more at the Eagles than the Colts are. That's what, yeah. what little that I know. That's what I know. Yeah. Well, Ballard's a smart GM. The other yeah. guy, not so much. No, Sadalaquito. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Joe. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Drop. Thank you. We appreciate everything. Okay. You spending some time with us, and we'll okay. make sure to direct everybody back to the article as well as I'm sure everybody in the city and Delaware Valley is reading it today. Thank you. Yeah. Sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye bye. Thanks, Joe. For joining us. And look at that. We're back. Wow. What timing. You're good at what you do, bro. This is a well-oiled machine. <laughs> Unless, of course, the imaging already played. <laughs> Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Here is the one question I have following the interview we have with Joe Laquito, the conversations that all three of us and so many out there have had for months, maybe even years now. How is Carson Wentz remembered as a Philadelphia Eagle? 610. A stubborn brat. Yes. Is that not unfair, though? The guy was the MVP before he got hurt. He secured home field advantage. I'm not saying build a shrine, Harry, but yeah. don't we have some nuance in this? Well, well I mean, he, that's what the shrine. It, it devolved from there. To hear the more power that he was given in the contract, he became he became like insufferable. Yes, that's what it was, man. Power with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, and he didn't know how, he didn't understand how to wield that responsibility. You cannot continue to be that guy when you're when you're when what you're attributing on the field doesn't match that. Yeah, you know, it doesn't I, matter how th- good you think you are if the players see that you're not doing uh, what you need to do to help them make them a better team. Oh, yeah. they'll be out on you just as fast. as We'll be out on you. So I mean, it's 
you know, it became glaringly obvious to me, and I should have recognized it you know, for what it was when Foles came in and did what he did. The rest of the team responds to other guys. They don't respond to Carson in the same way. They right. did it with Jalen Hurts. And whether you want to say, well, it's because he's the backup and they feel they need to give extra effort. I, You see a different chemistry with yeah. – Every other quarterback except Carson Wentz with this team. I don't know. You know, I, don't I, know. I can't not see it anymore. <laughs> no, and, and that point is backed up in Joe's piece, the latest, where he's talking to people on multiple levels at the organization. Yeah. From player to coach to front office. And all of them said the only people that still wanted Carson Wentz to start, Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. Yeah. So – think about your point already where guys are like, man, this dude is wearing on us. He's not, you know, and then he stinks. And then there's resistance to bench him. That makes you resent that player even even more, even more, I would think. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if the head guys upstairs say, we want you here, you're going to stay here. Best believe they will find a way to implement them in that locker room. I, like, I, like we said, I've, what is that receiver? I keep forgetting. I'm trying to forget his name. Riley Cooper. Or Riley Cooper. Yeah. Yes, the Riley Cooper situation. He ended up. He, they ended up signing to a a 25 million dollar deal even after that. Yeah. So well, he they didn't hear long after that though. Remember that was he chip. still signed the deal. We're back. In, we're back in Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, I'll I'll give you the the main difference right now for what happened. And this is opening up this door of Cooper and at no point am I, and I have to say this because there's going to be some idiot out there being like, oh, well, you said what he said was right. Of course yep. it is. And, and of course, I would never condone anything like that. The difference that happened inside that lock, and I'm appealing to you, Barrett. We'll hit the breakdown coming up in a second, I promise. But the difference then was you had the leader of the team, for better or worse, in Michael Vick stand up and at least from the optics of it, say, this is, we're behind you. Like, we got your back. And what's crazy is because we don't want to ever compare what Riley Cooper said versus how much of a pain in the ass Carson Wentz is as, as a player. Right, but right. we don't even have that. Right. Like, outside of Jason Kelsey saying something after, like, 50 different reporters come out with, no, no, that, like, we don't even have somebody in a report saying, you know, this thing got so bad that Brandon Graham or Fletcher Cox or fill in the blank stood up and said, Carson's our guy, damn it. I don't want to hear anything about anybody right. else. Nobody's like, done know? that. Yes. And and that to me, Barrett, is the biggest difference between what happened with Cooper, who should yeah. never have been resigned. I no. give you that. Versus here, where we don't even have guys sticking up for Wentz. Well, they're not going to do that right now because the nature of which you know what's going on as far as a trade. But I'm talking, it'll be a totally different situation if they decide to keep him here. You'll see those guys to start stepping up, guaranteed. Because you'll have a guy, you'll have a guy come to him and say, "Hey, look, I need you." You th- do you really think that Michael Vick wanted to do that? No. No, he didn't want to do that. The only reason he did that because he right. came from a similar situation in which they had to enter right. into the fold. Well, with Carson, they're going to do this. Right, Fletcher Cox, the good old boys as far as hunting buddies and all that, you know, 
He'll come up. He'll say something. We know Jason Kelsey is going to say something. And once those two guys say something, everything will come into the fold. And if he goes out and plays with the results that we think he can do, or why? let me say it, the results I think he can still play at, then they'll be all forgotten, swept under the rug, and none of this would have happened. If he plays at a high level, we wouldn't be talking about this situation. We wouldn't be talking about how bad of a leader he is, but he didn't play well enough for this team to to, 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 to help him out in this situation. If he was playing better, it'd be a totally different conversation of what's going on in that. They'd be like, but man, shut up. Thing. He's bold. Harry, I hate to jump in. I, I'm, I'm sorry, just real quick. The thing about it is that they had multiple opportunities multiple chances to do this. And I'm not saying publicly, Michael Vick didn't put cameras in that locker room when he stood up for Cooper. We don't have Santa Liquido, Jeff McClain, Rob Motti, people at you who are talking to people like we don't have anybody from player to reporter who has come out with anything and said, you know, when things really got bad for Carson, Chris Long, right. or fill in the blank, stood up for him. That's and, and it already happened where they had the chance to do it. Yeah. But still, though, I, I the, 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 the <laughs> he still on, he's got to die on that hill. I know, man. Telling you, no, no, no. I, right. why do I have to fall on the sword, man? But hey, what about look at these breakdowns, though? Okay, which, let's which, look at these breakdowns. Which one would you rather do here, Mahomes uh, the, interception? No, the, or the Kelsey David clip? The Kelsey David clip. All right, let's do that coming up here because my goodness, man, I. I <laughs> this thing is is hilarious. This Levante David sticking to Kelsey like glue. Yes, yes. Yeah. Isn't it? All right, here we go. Okay, this is why I love football. The game within the game. Remember all last week, actually for the past two weeks, I talked about getting pressure on Mahomes, but then the linebackers have to be key in coverage. Watch this. Now, here's Kelsey. Here's Hill. These are the two weapons on this team. These are the guys that can make things happen. They're going to try to double-team him. We're just going to leave him one-on-one with Levante David. Now, this is the key matchup right here. These guys up front, they got to win. But he has to really win because he's going one-on-one against their best offensive output type of player. He's going to have the most catches. Um, He won't necessarily have the most yards. He's not a big play guy, but he keeps the sticks moving. Kelsey keeps the sticks moving. So when you watch this play, he goes in motion. David goes with him. You have a safety over the top because you have Hill right here. Now watch this. Levante David, one-on-one. Here's the pass rush. They run a little stunt. They're able to get pressure with Barrett coming around the edge, making him uncomfortable. See, his, his, his toe still hurts. He's uncomfortable now. Now it's all up to Levante David, one-on-one against Kelsey. He's in, boom, make the play there. He made the play. Kelsey had already fallen down in his yeah, break. Yep. Just a great play by step David step with him. against Kelsey. See him? I mean, this is where the game within the game is. I love this. Watch him. This is real time. Goes in motion. One-on-one. Oh. Levante David. Step for step. That's, this is a great play. Come on the, now. Yeah. Where, where that's David why I watch football. For those type of plays. Seeing that type of reaction. Levante David. One-on-one against Kelsey. The the where Kelsey gets back up and then makes that move where it's not planned like a that's where he gets all his yards. Yeah. Right. That was a that was athleticism to yeah. be able to stick with him on that. This is a gal media because you're stopped in partnership with when he Jacob gets up, media. you're stopped. You're not still in motion. 
<laughs> and you, my friend. I need you to do a breakdown on Aton, Harry, and Martinez. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. How about the Flyers yesterday? I had over six. That was a lock of the year. Here we go. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Tom Brady wins his seventh and. I don't know where people are right now with the Kansas City Chiefs. I would imagine that if you're smart, you're taking them on the futures to win next year. I, I can't believe that anybody would look at what happened last Why? year and make that as – you really think the Chiefs are done? No, I don't think they're done, but I think, uh, you know, just this – that they're automatically going to be representing the AFC is is – a falsehood. I mean, teams, what happens if next year they really experience injury issues like throughout their rest of their lineup instead of just their offensive line? I mean, this stuff happens. Well, they, yeah. bet their future, they bet their future on the play. They already paid. They paid Kelsey. Yeah. It took, it took three starting offensive linemen to slow them down. It took Tom Brady. No, it, it was a great defensive scheme and an inept head coach on the other side who came in there all fat. And, and thinking that he was just going to roll the ball out and beat yeah. Tampa like he did in week 12 or whatever the hell it was. Well, how about the, the store within the store that didn't even get any um get any, any press? Reed's son. Reed's, yeah. Yeah, how about how that? How do you not say anything about that in the broadcast? Awful. Well, they did. It just took somewhere. They did? The quarter. Yeah, they mentioned it maybe in the end of the third or start of the fourth. I must have missed it. Me Here's too. I missed it also. It's If, if we're going to have this, not us, but if people are going to have this conversation, you have to recognize that, how Andy Reid deals with something like this is not out of a vacuum. Andy Reid tragically lost his son. Oh, yeah. It's training camp. Immediately, yeah. Barrett, came back to work. Right, right, right. So as, as bizarre and as heartless as this may sound, Andy Reid has set a precedent to where something happens to his family. It is no longer a distraction or can be used as a distraction. I'm sorry. Well, I think it it, right it has to be some sort of a distraction to some right level. You coached. Well, I'm not saying it prevents him from coaching or showing up in Tampa, but you can't tell me that something like that happens two days before the Super Bowl and it doesn't have some sort of a negative effect on your football team. He may be, but I, I don't think for Reid personally, he's, he's set that precedent. Yeah, I know. I was on the air. I was doing a nighttime show. <laughs> 10 to midnight, Maze to midnight. It was epic radio. Oh, jeez. They found We're him. At, they found him at training camp, wasn't it? Yeah. Here we go. We're back at three. It's the middle. Jeez. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience. Uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure.
What up, Joey B? Harry, how do you keep the how do you keep your um how do you keep the the, the shine from shining your glasses? I don't know. What do you mean? I don't have uh see I, I get a little shine. I wonder why yeah, I see so, yours. Mine's so prevalent like that. Yeah. I mean these are these are just computer glasses, you know, it has that blue stuff or whatever you're supposed to do, you know, it keeps you get headaches and stuff. Oh. They're not prescription or anything. How about the fact that there was a um, there was a holding penalty called on the Chiefs in that fourth quarter, and neither Nance or uh, Romo even referred to it. All of a sudden, you just saw first and twenty for the Chiefs, and they're just talking about something. They weren't even paying attention to the game at that point. Right. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, was, I was annoyed. It was it was it was um it was a penalty and uh, on a touchdown on the touchdown the ground touchdown it was like um. You know, holding on the other side of the field. Right. And they, they had been talking about it so much about the penalties. They didn't even. They just said that and just kept on rolling what they were. Yeah, talking about. I didn't think they did a great job last night. Well, what's up with the shades? These are these uh, your blue famous blockers. blue blockers. Yeah. <laughs> these are just to keep the you know. I got a headache right now. I told you I got a hangover. This is the middle. Cheap vodka, man. Come on, cheap vodka. Oh, we got to explore this. (laughs) Put a poll up. You know, there's a poll out. I didn't connect the show here because I didn't want to bring the show down with it. But I am curious. And you could throw something else in if we didn't hit it. Although I think I did catch all three things that could be. What was the best thing on television yesterday? And here are your options on the poll. Any other sport, not NFL. So you can fill in the blank with whatever specific thing it was. And I know right. Harry's already geeked up to bring up something. And this was my way for you to introduce it without it just sounding random and weird that we'd be talking about a hockey game. Oh, thank you. Non-NFL Super Bowl stuff is the second option, like Miley Cyrus, The Weeknd, yeah. The Poet. Other people who came out there. Uh, H-E-R. H-E-R, the, the country guy. Was that Johnny? Eric Rock? Church. Eric Church. Oh, oh okay. Um, I, I don't know who any of these people are. I apologize. I've seen him live a few times. Non-NFL Super Bowl stuff encompasses all of that. So it could be somebody. It could be one person. It could be everything. Mm-hmm. And the third option was, because I didn't see it, but it's still trending. I, I didn't, didn't see it. it. But it's still <laughs> trending. Fans react to Queen Latifah. As the equalizer, did anybody what? stick around and watch that show following the Super Bowl? Hell I no, I did. No, really? You know why I did it? The only reason why I did it because what is you, wrong with you, because you and Harry said you guys wouldn't do it. Here said, comes no, the I'm... queen. Here comes <laughs> the queen. Here comes the queen. And I thought you guys would be like, you know what? And you guys would talk about it on the show, <laughs> saying you guys watched it, and I would be oh. the only one that didn't watch it. I wasn't having. Did they oh open my. up with like rolling with the flavor or, or one of her really solid hits? Because other than that, I don't necessarily know. I would rather watch Patrick Mahomes get drilled into the ground than seeing 50 takes of Queen Latifah body slamming somebody. Bro, at this point, I, at that point, I told you, man, I got a hangover, man. So I was just what watching. Wow. Hangover. Yeah, what's with this hangover? Right, I mean, what, what, what happened yesterday? Cheap vodka, bro. Cheap vodka, man. What? what, what? 
Yes, man. I, 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 what I, brand? I, Amsterdam. 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 Uh, Amsterdam. Why? Pineapple, because I had pineapple. I took pineapples like from a week ago and I poured it into this, this, um, this, um, they, it's, it's, what are they called? Um, where it's a certain type of drink. They call it where you take Get the closer. pineapples. I hear you. You, when you take the pineapples and you put them in and you, and you put them in, let it marinate. Yeah, you infuse six, it. You infuse, you infuse it. Yeah. Vodka. Well, I took yeah. pineapple vodka with the pineapples and I infused it for like a That's week. Too or much two. pineapple. It pineapple and, and it was terrible. too. It was it was so sweet that you would just just keep on drinking and I just kept on drinking it and ah da da. I feel the way I feel here's now. Here's the thing: good liquor is not supposed to taste sweet. Yes, you're right. You're supposed <laughs> to taste liquor. It's supposed to be smooth. Yeah, but it's supposed to be liquor. If you want to go know. drink pineapple juice, drink pineapple juice. <laughs> you should have schooled me about this before the Super Bowl. <laughs> you should have gave me this before the Super Bowl, Harry. Dude, I've majored in this since I was 18 years old. <laughs> I just happened to give it up a couple of weeks ago because I'm done with it. No, oh, but um, it, it, it was it was pretty good, man. It, it was pretty good until now. Until like, now. Oh. yeah. So, so I got up. I got up at seven thirty this morning. I started watching film. Like, oh, my head is killing, bro. I even I've been pounding this water for the past. You know, Look at you. You're like Aton with the giant water bottle. Pounding the water, trying to get it. Had coffee. In my- oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, I mean. I'm feeling pretty bad right now. All right, so New Amsterdam Vodka. We could scratch them off of the possible sponsors list, Aton. Okay? Is, but hold on a second. Where is New Amsterdam on the list of destruction? Is it just below or above Bankers Club? I think like, it's above. Is it? Both, so Bankers yeah. Club, like, what's the baseline of worst? What's the worst? Is Cassers. It Cassers is atrocious. Okay, see, I I don't know, I know I know Pop Off and Bankers. Yeah, well, that's Pop Off is right there with Cassers, right okay. there. Yeah. So you're telling me Bankers Club is like a step above? I would have to say, that, yeah, just slightly. I mean, that's like the Nick Kale brand of vodka. All right. Well, that, okay. that tells me all I need to know. Yeah. Is he purposely seeking this? Like people purposely seek out Bankers Club? No. That's when you're looking. Even... That's when you're looking for cheap, cheap. Yeah. Well, that's not even rail vodka at a bar, right? right. Isn't right. it like a step below that? Okay, so we've got the bottom, we've got Bankers Club-ish, and then we have rail vodka, right? Right. That's kind of like... Like speed rack vodka. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. where is Barrett's vodka, New Amsterdam, in this list of, or hierarchy of trash? I mean, that might be above speed vodka. rack. Is it? Yeah, probably. Okay. All right, well, probably. then we should be crushing him, right? <laughs> if it's above... the Look, if it's above rail vodka at the bar, then at least he's doing something. Yeah, but I think didn't okay. now, Barrett. I don't want to misquote you, but didn't you say you took pineapple vodka and then infused it into pineapples? Yes. See, that's way too much pineapple. We can Overload, blast man. him. Okay, Overload. we should blast him. <laughs> was, was this all to make that god awful football game more enjoyable? I think no, so. No, I mean, no, I mean no. there's there's sorority girls right now at Penn State that are laughing at you, Barrett. Did you Wait, hear what that guy did? Something. He took pineapple vodka and infused <laughs> it into pineapples. I thought oh. it would be a better taste, and it was a better taste. It was a great taste. It just went down too fast. What's out? <laughs> way too fast, man. You were oh, drinking my. like. 
I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. You know, some yeah. Pineapple juice. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and next thing you know, man, next thing you know, three shades to the wind. See, watching Queen Latifah. You got a <laughs> you got a real problem when you're drinking regular, just regular Tito's vodka like that. And you're saying, man, this tastes good. This tastes good. That's where I was. Oh this is worse God. than a dirty Shirley, man. Dirty. You know I mean? Three shades to the wind watching Queen Latifah. That's a lot of the day. Oh, that's that's a Bro. that's a promo. <laughs> That's that's Harry Mays, what he gave up, blacking out and waking up to television that's just awful. Forced to watch it because yeah. what else are you gonna do? I woke up and my shaggy CD was on repeat. Oh so, it wasn't me. Speaking of which, Ron Culver has tracked this down for us. We should hear it if if possible. Ron's all, by the way, Ron's already working on that promo by the of three shades to the wind, Queen Latifah. So I expect that to air. <laughs> Can we air this commercial real quick? I know you're doing like four different things at once, Ron. Are we? Can we air this? Because I'm going to guess. Let's put it out here first. Was this the best commercial of the night? I no. think so. I think Which so. one are we talking about? The yeah. Shaggy. It oh, wasn't to me, it was right up there. All right. Mm. So Barrett says yes. Harry says his way of saying yes. Right. It was in the top Ron five. Culver emphatically says no. <laughs> Tracy Morgan was much funnier. Well, this, this, the Will, is that, what was that? The car commercial with Will Ferrell? No, Rocket Mortgage. Oh, yeah. When he says, yeah. uh, when he was something, uh, no, this can't be it. And then it happens. Mm. Yeah. Something it, like that. I've yeah. seen it enough. <laughs> uh, it, okay. Well, let's, you have Tito's the shaggy right. one, right? This is the one that caught at least us, and had a lot of things happening on the tax chain and, and even the board as well. Can we hear that real quick before we break? Did you steal my Cheetos again? Just tell him it was you. But I caught you at the counter. Wasn't me. Saw you snacking on the sofa. Wasn't me. You even had him in the shower. It wasn't me. I even caught you on camera! You're the one who brought the access to your snacks. Don't talk surprised that she's feet behind your back. You gotta keep tongues before she ended up hot. Let's review the situation. Orange fingers, red blood. To keep you on stash, you gotta hide it better. If she asks where they are, you say forget her. Never admit to a word. And please don't upset her. And if she keep on snacking, I guess you'll let her. Well, come on. Ah, come on, Aton. Come on. It's even better when you don't even see the commercial. It's even better. It's even better, bro. Yeah. The fact that they made him write lyrics to the same song, but in the form of Doritos or Cheetos, whatever the hell they were selling, it makes it 10 times worse. Again, all I would ask is whatever happened, like bring back Shabba Ranks, okay? <laughs> bring back Super Cat, all right? How about that? Like, give me a little Super Cat for a Cheetos commercial. Then I'll go Shubba. out and buy the whole rack. Shabba. <laughs> give me some of that. <laughs> Right? That's shaggy. shaggy will so, never go away. This, no. this like it, it's just what else is like that? Is there another song? Like was there a uh, was there Ice Ice Baby guy? He will never go away. Vanilla Ice, yeah. yeah. Vanilla Ice. Song, here's the thing. Was there anything else last night that was similar to it where it was like there's a ton of nostalgia, right? I was thinking mm -hmm. about that watching these commercials outside of that random appearance by Drake. And Bad Bunny yeah. on the other commercial. Ah. 
that was so you know, I still don't know who the hell is. I still don't know who Bad Bunny is. I still... and, and this is what I do. I love about you is because you don't know who any of these people are. You <laughs> make so much better about it. Harry is our pop culture expert. Right. <laughs> Harry Mays, our pop culture expert. I mean, that says a lot about this show. Well, look, I'm a pop culture I, expert, Harry right, Mays. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> look, and when I look up the weekend. I actually spell out weekend. Yeah, he doesn't spell it that way. way. He doesn't spell it that way. (laughs) But here's the thing, right? Just looking at it across, the the biggest irony to me is that we all now subscribe to these services to where we can watch shows without commercials. Right. Netflix, Prime, Hulu, Mm -hmm. even pay extra on these apps so that you get them commercial free. Right. And then one time a year, we sit around the television like, I can't wait to watch these commercials. But... And then we just blast them. Just blast well, them. Oh, that's I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. we're, overall, I found myself tuning out at times, not because of the commercials, just because that's kind of how I watch TV now. Yeah, well, me I, too. I, I was I was tuning them out because I was sipping on my um, infused. <laughs> he shot the vodka. The <laughs> pineapple <laughs> vodka. That's why. It's called something, too, man. I forget what it's called, man. Yeah. Um, you get it at Redstone, man. It's Redstone Restaurant. Yeah. That's what it what is. What is it called, man? Yeah, they, they have them in the big tanks. With yes, the pine- yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, right, now, you know, hey, usually, usually the comment line has it, man. What is it called? Is it Redstone? It's, it's a pineapple drink. You know, you get, I forget what it's called, man. Dag on it. Somebody so, should know it. My wife will know. She drinks them. <laughs> Did anybody turn off? Did anybody move away from this game? I, and some people might because of. Scully Doly. Stoli Doli, not Scully Doli. It's not, it's not tobacco. It's Stoli, as in Skolaknaya. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Scully Doli. That's what Mertidis drinks. A Scully Doli. When he has, when he has his little, yeah, in, in, in the um, in the Pepsi bottle. Well, the Diet Pepsi bottle. He's crushing them. He's crushing them and spitting. He's gonna get mixed up one day and, and get the wrong one. Watch no, no, he does that all the time. Trust me. <laughs> Amazing, Scully Doly. <laughs> did uh, did anybody turn out? Do you know anybody that turned it off or or went to something else? I no. couldn't. What else that. was there to go to? Nothing. Well, okay, so I bring this up because our buddy E Swag twenty at E underscore Swag with two G's twenty loyal listener tweeter of ours for a while. All three of us. E puts up. I ended up watching insane pools by the third quarter of the game. So I'm wondering if people thought, again, if you're not betting on the game or if you don't have fantasy invested and you're not a Tom Brady fan or you're a Brady hater, I could see people being like, yeah, 31 six or whatever it was before that final field goal. I'm out of here. Yeah, no, I I could, too. I mean, you know, I I stayed with it, obviously, but um, it wasn't the greatest game. I mean, I know Barrett thought it was awesome because he's watching it from a film perspective on the Tampa Bay defense. Yeah. And he was he was blotto on pineapple vodka. We now find out. So yeah, think about that. And I've been and I've been off the I was off, right. I was off the tape for a while, man. I hadn't drank anything in a while too, so you know it really hit hard, man. Harry yeah. just really broke hard. it all down. <laughs> yeah, Harry just explained exactly. If this were a wide receiver driven Super Bowl and Barrett was not rocked off his own rocker off bad vodka, you'd be right there with us. Oh man, <laughs> terrible blocking, right. no defense. Right. Uh, 
your breakdown would be that. These guys can't stop anybody. Bro. I was sober and Barrett was wasted. What is happening with this show? Right, seriously, speaking of which, we got to take a quick one. John McMullen's going to join us in 14 minutes. We have more audio, including Bruce Springsteen, the misunderstanding of who a defensive slash offensive coordinator. We got a bunch of things. You're going to hear it all coming up. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley sports center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at Delaware Valley sports That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Everybody's gone. Gone. How did Parles do this weekend? I don't know. I have to figure that one out. I forgot to put all I there was so much to put up. I forgot to do it on my app. Yeah, William Yeager says he's he left in the fourth. Um that's the thing. I I think he did okay. I'm trying to remember. I think he did okay. Wait, was there a new Your Honor last night? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably not. Guys. Somebody yeah. Said, there it is. That's Stoli Doli. I just drank, I drank the whole thing by myself, and then I refilled it. And it'll stay real filled for a long time now. <laughs> for a really long time. Whoa, look at this. Parl's color of Gatorade controversy on Twitter. Wow. Well, I heard, did they take the national anthem uh, Star Spangled Banner off the board? Yeah, a couple books did. Yeah. Oh, how about that? How about DraftKings and FanDuel just breaking down before the game? Yeah, I heard FanDuel wouldn't let people on. Yep. You know who What's did? What's that? Box I had no problems. <laughs> Zero problems. I couldn't believe that. Like, here's the thing, too. I get it if you have a lot of your money stocked in one app, and I think a lot of people do where they go to their app of choice, but there were so many different places you could go to put a bet on ahead of time, keep going and be like, I can't get in, I can't get in. All right, go to 888 or all the, uh, like a million other places. Go illegally Mm -hmm. to bet online, right? I mean, why, why sit through that? Is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Chander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
John McMullen, our NFL insider, courtesy of Jacob Media, is going to join us in 10 minutes. So we've got a couple of minutes here to let you hear some of the better things from the game last night. Now, we already played you the cut of the night, which is the Kevin Harlan play-by-play call. We're going to do that, I'm sure, before we get out of here, probably after John, before overtime at the top of the hour, brought to you by, of course, Book It Sports. And one of the people from Book It is Jeff Parles, who's every Wednesday, 1240 Eastern, with us and there's some controversy we're gonna have to get to that we might table it until he comes in and actually looks at what happened to give us a breakdown of it but beyond that a couple of things from last night now where should we start here because we played the play-by-play we still we played the shaggy commercial as well right we still have a couple of other things harry so is there something specific like Bruce Springsteen or the, uh, well, the confusion of Byron Leftwich? The cut from the Springsteen commercial is just like a second or two where, where he refers to our show. Okay. We need the middle. There it is. Right. <laughs> we need the middle. Now, that's, the, that's the boss. Okay. That is the boss. Yeah. Can we put that that's in? Epic. Is there a way that we can add that? to the introductory imaging of our program. Well, you'd have to ask, you know, uh, a savant like Ron Culver well, those yeah. questions, not me. Yeah. I mean, no, trust you know. me, Harry. I, I know it was put out there, but I wasn't directly. Oh, okay. It. Okay. It was more of a rhetorical question. <laughs> Something that I threw out in space that I hoped Ron could grab and say, yeah, we could do that or okay. not a chance. <laughs> no, but we got to, we got to listen to this reporter. I, I, I got to find out who this, this idiot is that didn't know who Byron Leftwich was versus Todd Bowles. <laughs> I mean, this is an unbelievable – this guy should look have alike. Black whoever – yeah, right. <laughs> this guy should have whatever credentials revoked for the rest of his career. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, That's crazy. See. Going into the game, what was your number one goal on the defensive side to, to shut Mahomes down, shut that high-powered offensive down? What was your guys' number one goal going into that game? To shut Pat Mahomes down. I think you got the wrong guy. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. That was Todd. <laughs> How about that? I mean, you know, there's Byron Leftwich handling it pretty gracefully. Right, right. You know. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, real quick, because uh, there's a lot to unpack here. All right. <laughs> but I just want to go back. Can we just go back to the beginning of that reporter? Does his accent not sound regional to where we are? It's Michael Donaldson, whoever it is, whoever that is. Where is he from? I'll find out. Okay. Who can is we, this man? Real quick, Ron, if we can, can we just hear that real quick again? Just the start, just the question. Going into the game, what was your number one goal? on the defensive side to, to shut Mahomes down, shut that. Shut Mahomes. Okay, stop, stop, please. That, 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 does, guys- does that not sound like a Delaware Valley accent? Kind of, doesn't it? Yeah, like where we are in the Philly greater PA region. Yeah. Oh, boy, I hope that guy's not from, from here. I'll tell you. Delco. He might have to leave with Carson. <laughs> Seriously, get his ass Wherever Carson goes, that, that guy has to go. <laughs> How do you make that mistake? At all, bro. Come yeah. on, and we're talking about, and, and we're talking about, you know, Byron Leffords is 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 like six five, six six, knock need, 
Yeah. The worst athlete in the world. You know, at least at least Todd Bowles looks like an athlete. Like he played a little DB. You yeah. know, come on. That's it's a totally different build and everything. Todd won a Super Bowl with the Redskins. Right. You yeah, know? Well, yeah. How about his he's shut Mahomes. Can we can, I don't know if you can do that <laughs> on the fly, Ron, but is there a way you could just isolate his answer? <laughs> I think he got the wrong guy. Maybe I got the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. The hell is <laughs> I'll give Leftwich credit though. I mean, look, you just won the Super Bowl, so he could have, and rightfully so, gone off on the guy and yeah. right. something. And not to say that I would have a problem with it, that that's fine, but he took it kind of in stride. Was he really like, did. Let let me just go celebrate with my team, please. What is this nonsense? <laughs> you can't let that guy ask the again, right? I I that guy can't be allowed in there again, can he? No. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I mean, what is he doing? Do your homework. Unbelievable. Do your so, homework, man. Is that we have something else too, right? Oh, no, not that played, I know of. All right, we played the other one here. Is there? A, is there a? What was? I was gonna be, uh, just see real quick. Is there any other commercial audio that you guys played this morning, Ron, that we can roll out? That maybe we missed or, or did not. We'll, we'll hear the play-by-play from Harlan one more time before we break. But I was just curious if there was something that you guys brought well, up we've missed over. Yes, Harry. Sorry. The one thing that jumped out to me was I, I, I dipped into uh, Asman's show a little bit today. And I heard him uh, espouse his love for Taylor Swift. In fact, I think he referred to himself as a Swifty. Yes. Yes. Yes, he did now, say that. Can you be a Swifty without liking or knowing anything about her music? Because I no. like I'd be a Swifty if it just meant thinking she's attractive and liking the fact. No, that you have to be. How old is she? Be, she's in her twenties. Yeah, she's. Oh, I, yeah. she's yeah. old enough. At least in her twenties. I, I can't do that, man. I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'd be a dirty old man to do. I got my. Thirty-one my, years old. She just turned thirty-one. Oh, oh, thirty-one. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's over the hill. Okay. <laughs> that window's clo- that window's closing, Barrett. For Leo, at least we know DiCaprio is out. Oh my goodness! <laughs> right, Thomas Bellatrix coming up next. Yeah, it's the middle. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle and Sports Map Radio. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Yeah, I saw somebody put this out. And it kind of it kind of made me think. The at at least three of the top five most exciting plays. Think about this. At least three of the top five most exciting plays last night were mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes' incompletion incompletions. Well, I tell you, he, <laughs> the play is never dead with him. No. 
It's amazing. I'm holding my breath, Aton, because obviously, you know, I didn't want a whole lot of scoring, right? right? And here he is running for his life. He's got defenders like hanging on him. He's le- he's halfway down onto the turf, and he can still muster a throw into the end zone, man, and he- almost made it to completed a touchdown. That was crazy, man. Unbelievable. He's tall, and he had enough arm strength to to like yeah. get like like thirty yards, man. Oh, and yeah, that's crazy. Oh. Right, and that's the one where it was it Hardman had it, but it kind of hit the pylon at the end. Yeah, and then there was another one that wasn't into the end zone, but it was almost it was a hell of a throw. Well, the one yeah, the one to Kelsey. The one right. to Kelsey was it Kelsey? Kelsey dropped yeah. it. Yeah, he yeah, dropped yeah. it on the pylon. Yeah, well, that's there, crazy. Right. And then the right, so there was the one that went out of the end zone in the corner, the, mm-hmm. the corner yep. top left. There was the one on fourth down. Where was it Harrison who it bounced off his face mask? Right. And then there was the one that you were just talking about to Kelsey. I think there was a, maybe one more. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. Bro, that's I mean, to have enough arm strength to just toss it like that. That's why I said if you watch that game, man, Tampa Bay's defense played so fundamentally sound. You know, the deepest man was always the deepest man. He was supposed to be deep and he was there. I mean, that's what you that's what you want from your safeties. And those little things are what get these bad teams caught up. You watch that. Um, you you watch what happened to, to Buffalo's defense. They tried to keep somebody deep, but you know that's safe. We get being nosy and looking in the backfield. The next thing you know, Tyreek Hill's over the top. Yeah, there he is. McMullen, what's up, bro? What's up, guys? What's up? How's Tom? it going, man? Good. How are you guys? Good. Now you loved the game last night too, didn't you? Did I what? You loved the game last night too, didn't you? Oh yeah, I I uh I I nailed that one. I just yeah, put yeah. my prediction on Twitter. I said that that Chiefs offensive line was the, those tackles. Yeah, they were not going to be able to deal with Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett. I thought it would be closer than that, but look, Tom Brady. That's how Tom Brady lost twice to the Giants. Mm-hmm. No yep. matter how good you are as a quarterback, if it if you don't have protection up front, you're going to look bad. Yeah, look at JPP. Here we go. Here we go. He has never lost I winding down our second hour here. Remember, 20 minutes from now, we'll have overtime, courtesy of Book It Sports, each and every day, 1 o'clock Eastern. We carry on, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of carrying over. Uh, some things we'll talk about with our next guest as promised our nfl insider john mcmullen at jf mcmullen you can follow him everywhere phillyvoice.com as well as si.com eagles maven and john as always we appreciate you we appreciate your time your insight and everything to follow i'll start with an easy one a softball now that tom brady has won his seventh ring Let's look at who really is the best of all time in any team sport. Is it Tom Brady with his seven rings on this end, or is it another seven ring winner in Robert Ory? <laughs> Six one zero. Uh, <laughs> um, considering football is the ultimate team sport, and uh, Robert Ory got carried for the most part to his seven rings, I'm I'm going to go Tom Brady. You know, if you want to argue Bill Russell, you want to go way back. Isn't that 12? What's he got, 11? He's got 11 or 11, 11, I think. But even then, I mean, it was different era. You know, the Celtics had 
seven Hall of Famers. I don't know how many, but but um, to do what Tom Brady's done in the free agency era, and you just saw it. I mean, he just left the team, came to a new conference and a new team, mm-hmm. and won another one. So I don't want to hear any. He's not the greatest quarterback of all time. He's right. the greatest quarterback of all time. He's I the do- great greatest team player of all time. Period. I think it's tough to argue that. And and by the way, before yesterday's game, I think it's tough to argue that. Yep. Do you have a countdown clock set for Carson's imminent departure? Oh God, I can't wait. You and me both, brother. Please end it. I saw you had my buddy, my buddy Joe on today. I was talking to Joe right before he went on your show. Uh-huh. This um yeah, I, Carson Wentz is just you know, it's funny because I was I was texting somebody yesterday about Tom Brady, and if you go back to the offseason, remember when Tom went into the wrong house with Byron Leftwich? Yeah. yeah. You know, he's desperate. He to got him confused for Todd Bowles, I think. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, he's de- he's de- he was desperate to get the playbook. Re- remember, he, he's breaking quarantine laws to practice – in public parks, he's not supposed to be there. And, you know, to, to continue down this Carson Wentz road, like how do you regress to the point he did? And I think that's the question everybody's trying to answer. And my new theory is he didn't do anything in the offseason. In the COVID offseason, in the first virtual offseason, players were left to their own devices. The great ones – Tom Brady being the example, they marry talent with, with work ethic. They're always trying to get better, mm-hmm. always. Now, Carson was a first-time father. Hey, that's more important, but that's a higher life calling. But fans and, and your employer, they don't want to hear that. No. You didn't do anything in the offseason. Absolutely. You know, and, and I'm – I'm the only person that chimed in on your uh, on your tweet about Carson staying, and I I did that because I still believe he's going to be here. Well, that was a joke, Barrett. He's I know, sure. I know, <laughs> and you didn't mean it literally, I, and I meant no. it so literally too. Yeah. This is like responding <laughs> to the Onion no. or Babylon B or something satirical no. in, in order, to, you know. Yeah, I mean, anybody I know anybody who follows my Twitter knows there's a lot of sarcasm, or they should know. Oh, I knew um, that. I knew that. And I get, I'm get. i getting it from these guys all the time. Account. It's not a parody account. No, it's, it's not. Not yet. It's getting there. It's getting but there. I do. I, I, I know he's going to get traded. But it still doesn't make sense. I mean, and I keep telling people there's three things that make me think this. And and number one, the fact that they owe him, they're going to they're gonna have to sit $34 million that can go towards no other position, no other. I mean, it's going to be a 30 $34 million cap hit right there. That's number one. Number two, the fact that he's still the best quarterback on the team, he can be fixed. But at the end of the day, you look at the fact that the owner and the GM love him. Oh, I'll just leave it to two. Yeah, those <clears> two <throat> right there. The money and the, and the GM and the owner love him. And they're still going to let him go? I don't know if that's the case anymore to be honest, because Jeffrey understand, you know, look at quarterback contracts. You can go all the way back to Carson's extension. 
I think it was Jimmy Garoppolo was $27.5 million. Then it was Kirk Cousins at 28 Then it was Matt Ryan at 30 You keep going up incrementally. That's how contracts work. And, and Carson at the time got the most guaranteed money. Aaron Rodgers had signed before, so we couldn't go over him. But nonetheless, it goes up in very small increments. Now, look at the other side of that. When you talk about the dead money record. Yes. Well, it was Brandon Cooks at $21 million. Then it was Antonio Brown at 21.8. Then it was Jared Goff at 22.2. That's the current record. That is the current record. Mm. And Jeffrey Lurie is going to spike that to $33.8 million, which that tells me one thing. He no longer likes Carson Wentz. He wants him the heck out of his building. Wow. Now, okay, so then what do you think in your – what's your gut tell you that they do? Is it Jalen Hurts' team? Are they going to also draft a guy at six? Or are they going to re- acquire somebody, one of these veterans? Is Because there's a lot of veterans around that, that may be available. Well, Nick Bowles might be the best. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, you know, if you go back to when the Eagles drafted Carson Wentz, they traded up twice to get the number two. What did Howie Roseman say at that time? We don't plan on being here very often. Right. It didn't work out that high. Yeah. Uh, and when you're this high, you better go get the quarterback. Hmm. So, look, if they love Justin Fields and he's there at six, they might they might have to go quarterback now after trading Carson Wentz. But they have to then. Wow. They have I mean, to. You 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 have to think about it. I will say that. But I think, you know, Jalen Hurts would be the guy and you get a veteran backup, which may or may not be Nick Foles, and I think that would be a disastrous decision. I think Jalen Hurts is mentally tough enough to deal with it, but why would you want him to deal with it? At this point, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, if they were to trade him, there is no qu- there is no question that you would then have to – uh, draft at the number six position, or even maybe trade up to get a guy like Wilson from um, from BYU. Uh, if you think that he's you know the second best quarterback in this draft, and I think he is the second best quarterback in this draft. So at this point, you have to make sure that you bring in a guy that's going to be a uh, 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 one of those players that you're going to have to bank your future on for the years going on, because there's no way they're going to be this low for this long. Number six, come on now. I mean, I mean, at this point, you have to get a quarterback. Here, here's why I'm confused: is what happens if the top three guys are most likely, and and I would bank on it, off the board at that time, and and you don't move up? Are are you locking yourself into Jalen Hurts, or are you trading back to draft Trey Lance at eleven? I mean, it's they have to seriously consider taking a quarterback. So if that's moving up, moving down. Uh, they have to seriously, unless they think Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, it all comes down to evaluation. If they think he's a legitimate starting quarterback, then maybe they go in a different direction with Jamar Chase if he's there, Devontae Smith, who knows. No. But it, to me, if you're up that high, and I haven't seen enough of Jalen Hurts, where the guy's a second-round pick, nothing against Jalen Hurts. Right. He doesn't look like a franchise quarterback to me. Mm-hmm. So, 
they better find a franchise quarterback. That's what everybody's looking for. If you think Zach Wilson is a franchise quarterback, yeah, go up and get him if you can. I would think so. I would think so, you know, because, I mean, if you trade him, you're you're at least getting, at the very least, I mean, they're going to have to get a first rounder for Carson. Wouldn't you think? I'm what amazed. It looks like they're going to. By the way, or, and that's where I said I got killed for this. In in, in small context, Howie Roseman has been masterful in creating a market for Carson Wentz all yes. this season. That doesn't absolve his past sins to be in this position. Right, right. An organizational failure. But just for that, for him coming off this season, where you can make a strong argument that Carson Wentz was the worst starting quarterback in the NFL to get the 20th or 21st overall pick. Yeah. That's pretty stinking good. Really good. Thank goodness for Ryan Pace. Yeah. Exactly. If that's the case. <laughs> right. Well, that's what he's doing. He's trying to get the weakest of the herd. Right. Yeah. And Ryan Pace is G- GMing for his job. Mm-hmm. He's got no other chance. He's got to win this season. So what does he do? He's desperate. You take advantage of him. I don't know, man. I, I still don't see it. Such a difficult, and, and this is why, like, Howie Roseman is <clears throat> such a difficult, sustainable process here. And what he's doing is they continue to try and get out of a commodity that they have put so And I'm not saying he should stay. Clearly, it's, it's, the time is done. But this thing will be looked at as... Howie Roseman was able to save the franchise from a situation. And I don't that think he put himself in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a quarterback who threw three interceptions in the first half and now throws four touchdowns in the end and they win by a point. It's Andrew Luck. Yeah. Never, except never, except never. I'm more confident in Luck right, right. Than, than Roseman. And let me say this I muted that guy who was all over you. And I don't know. He wasn't my guy. He's not speaking for me. So I told him. I mute everybody. Yeah, that, I don't that care. guy's an idiot. And he doesn't yeah. speak for people that I. Well, like, now what happened here? Me. Can detail this? Well, John put the tweet out. And then I was taking personal shots at, at Howie Roseman. And we were just having a. It wasn't a back and forth. It wasn't a disagreement. I, I was going my way. And John. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not way. killing. I mean, Howie's a, a nice man. I'm not killing him on a personal level. From oh, a football I level, that? I like, kill him all the time. I mean, I constantly – anybody can Google yeah. my name and Howie Roseman. I constantly – but I said in that small instance to create a market for Carson Wentz, that's masterful. That's what I put. That's what I was getting killed over. Not not absolving him from past sins and past mistakes, just in that small uh, – I didn't think he could get a first-round pick, and it looks like he's going to get a first-round pick. To create a market, I mean that's you have to you have to give props for creating a market that there shouldn't be exactly. a market. There exactly, exactly. Hold on a second. Here's and this is where I again, it, it was common sense to believe that Frank Reich would have interest in Carson Wentz. You have a solid connection with Ryan Pace and this organization. It's not like Howie Roseman spent the last six years devising a plan of how to create markets and is now teaching this at Penn and other Ivy League. No, but he he spent the last six days and he got two teams at least, possibly San Francisco, possibly Las Vegas. Uh, And when you get more teams involved, you can up the bidding. And that's what GMs do. 
I mean, that part of it, he's good at. Right. Are they involved, or is this just, hey, man, if you don't make a move, like, you're telling me that Vegas would make this deal and give up more than the Bears? The point of, well, the, the Mike Mayock loves Carson Wentz, has always loved Carson Wentz. We all right. know John, John Gruden falls in and out of love with quarterbacks quicker than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> now, do I believe they would offer more? No. But if you get somebody believing they might offer more, that's the point. That's what you're trying to create, and that's what I think Howie is doing well. This if only crazy. he could draft. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Personnel's different. Right. Yeah, I mean, he was masterful of moving up to get Carson. He's doing the same thing now for whoever he's going to pick up this year. Yeah, that's the stuff he's good at. They bring around the board. Uh, trades, value. That's the stuff he's good at. Personnel evaluation. Not so much. Not so much. If they end up with another quarterback from North Dakota State, people are going to lose their minds. That's crazy. John, stay right there. because want to play one game. Right. We're going to take a quick one here. We'll wrap the hour next. Overtime at the top. It's the middlephillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. All right, so let me come at this from more of an inquisitive nature and not of an I know definitive way to ask a question. But isn't part of maneuvering up markets, things like that, doesn't part of that being good at it mean that you're getting something of value, you're getting a good commodity in return? So right now, I don't know how to look at how Howie Roseman maneuvered up the draft board from 12 to 8 to 2 to get Wentz as a good thing if four years later he's doing the same exact thing to get rid of him. Like, I get your ability to maneuver, yeah. my, and, and I'll use another analogy. It's like somebody who could take you off the dribble, get by you, and miss every layup. It's like, damn, this dude can get to the rack every time. Right. He's layup. But he can't finish. Yeah, but that's, but that's what I'm saying, Aton. I'm saying... And that, and to use your uh, metaphor, sure. you can say that guy's great off the dribble, and it's right. Now the end game, he's not finishing. That's fine. That's fair. But you can legitimately say he's great off the dribble. Mm-hmm. And and what I'm saying is, look, this is an organizational failure on a massive scale. That thirty-three point eight million dollars we we're talking about, that cements that on a massive scale this is an organizational organizational failure at this point however if he gets a first round pick and it's still an if after that season mm. that's good now is it good in 2019 when you sign him to a 128 no. million dollar extension no is it good after the 2020 season yes it is. Yeah, that's so he's good off the there. dribble. Yeah. yeah, that's the problem because you don't you you don't have a guy in which uh, you, you want a guy this this uh, a football guy to make those type of decisions for you. But he's I mean is he is he too 
stuck on being that football guy that he can't see past, kind of like what Carson can't see his, the flaws of his ways? I mean, is it? would you say that's the same thing, the same definition? Carson can't see why he's as bad as he is because he doesn't think he's bad. Well, is that the same thing we're saying about the GM, how he's that bad? He's good, but he's, he can't see past the other flaws that he has to make well, him even yeah, better. I, w- I would go even higher, Barrett. I would go higher to Jeffrey Lurie because – you know, Jeffrey's the one who said. John, hold on one sec. Sorry. Right. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We've kept John McMullen, our NFL insider, all for a minute or so. We've got about 90 seconds left. So you were just about to answer that question before we came back. I don't want to waste any more time from me. We have overtime at 1 o'clock Eastern. You may continue, sir. Uh, well, Barrett was asking about, you know, how he being a football guy. I I go up to Jeffrey Lurie and saying, you know, he's the one who said this is a GM factory. Um, and we think we have, whatever he said, five GMs in the building. Yeah. So they think, you know, Andy Weidel and Ian Cunningham and all those guys are really, really good. And he right. pointed to Joe Douglas and, and the Andy guy that Murray. went to Cleveland. Yeah, who was yeah. here for 10 like seconds. two days, yeah. Yeah, and John Dorsey was here for less than 10 seconds. You know, so to me, the organization is more like Carson Wentz. They got to do a self-scout and say, this isn't working. So what's not working? Ooh, I got something here. John, do you have a minute? Can you stick with us for a sec? Sure. Going? All right, so we put you on the spot anyway. So you, you could just say, no, I got to get out of here. I spent enough time with you idiots. there's a new bombshell report about a quarterback and he's not named Carson Wentz we're gonna hit this in response to Carson coming up next overtime are you looking for a place to track your action purchase picks and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community check out book it sports a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community on the book it sports app you can track all your NFL NBA and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Overtime courtesy, as you see, Book It Sports at Book It HQ, where buddy Jeff Parles as well each and every Wednesday, 1240. Today, as we do every day at overtime, 1 o'clock Eastern, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander. You never know. In most cases, it is a John McMullen appearance here. So as I mentioned, right before we broke and we were heavy on this Wentz deal, which appears imminent, there's a report coming out right now that the 49ers are, quote, very high on another quarterback. And, John, you already know who it is, don't you? Well, I didn't see the report, but I assume it's Kirk Cousins. No, Uh, it's actually – and, yes, that would be the logical one that we've talked about here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Darnold. Wow. Well, well, yeah. I think a lot of people are interested in Sam Darnold. I I do know Kyle Shanahan doesn't want Jimmy Garoppolo. He's right. That's sort of like a mini Ram situation. You go back to the NFC championship game. He had given up on, on Jimmy Garoppolo before Mm. Super Bowl 54. They were just running the football, trying to get through it. He doesn't trust him. So, uh, Minnesota kind of said that they're not going to trade Kirk Cousins. I do think he wants Kirk Cousins. But, yeah, they take Sam Darnold. I, I believe that in a second. 
Wow. And if I were Chicago and Indianapolis and, and Las Vegas, I'd want Sam Darnold over Carson Wentz. Ah, you read my mind. Man. Why? Because Why? Barrett is, is going to hate that answer. I could see his face already. He's He looks like he had six jugs of that pineapple vodka right now. Angry. That's how much vodka it takes to get Barrett angry. No, Why? Just, I, Why would you want? Yeah, I need to hear this too. Yeah. Market except well, he's he, he's cheaper. Um, he he's more cut. Barrett, you talk to people in that locker room. He doesn't rub everybody the wrong way like a certain someone does. Mm. Um, doesn't have the injury history. Uh, he's not going to balk when you tell him uh, he can't do what he wants on third downs. Uh, you know. Carson is a, a pain in the you-know-what. I don't think Sam would be. Well, you're right about that. You're right that um, what he does in the locker room. But I'm going to say this, though. Carson Wentz, I've seen his ceiling. His, sim, his ceiling is MVP, uh, MVC-esque when he's playing at the top of his game. But we also saw the bottom of his game. If you can get a team to get him playing right there in the middle, he could be a lot better than Sam Darnold. We don't know what his ceiling is because he hasn't played well enough to even see where his ceiling is. Don't so confuse him. Yeah. Don't confuse Carson is... Wentz with the middle, please. <laughs> right. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. We don't want any association. No. Right, right, right. Part of it is I, I am giving Sam a little dispensation for dealing with Adam Gase, so I assume <laughs> if he gets away from Adam Gase, he'll be a little bit better. Oh, crazy We've seen Carson Wentz's ceiling, but remember, Barrett, he hasn't been the same physically since the knee injury, the back injury. So forget about 2017. I want to get Carson Wentz back to 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. Give me 2019 at the last four games, and yeah. I'll be good with that. Yeah, well, which I think is possible. Right, but yeah, it would buck history. Yeah, I I think. <laughs> Hey, you want history, John McMullen? No team has ever gone under 500 against the spread and won the Super Bowl, including the Kansas City Chiefs last night. I put stock in history in this league. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Barrett is still hanging to that midnight green thread that Carson Wentz is going to still be an eagle next year, man. The the under on the Super Bowl, too. I was heavy on that. Anytime the number was that high, it always goes under. So that – that hit as well. Um, yeah, trends are important. Look, bottom line with Carson is he rubs people the wrong way, and I don't think he's going to be embraced anywhere he goes. Wow. Can I ask a quick question based off of that? We're talking about, and right on the show we did, John, you and Barrett about Justin Fields at 6 and 6-6. Six, six. I get it. Like, there's 6. But why aren't – we talking about why aren't the Philadelphia Eagles talking about anybody else? All of these names are out there. Carr, Garoppolo. And look, I'm not saying that I want Jimmy Garoppolo or Kirk Cousins or anybody else there, but why aren't we talking about the Philadelphia Eagles bringing a quarterback of caliber back, at least starting quarterback, even if you're not locked into that guy for the next two or three years? Nick Bowles, what are you talking about? I no, I, I, I mean, look, Jeffrey said they're in a transition period. I, they're not ready to win. So if you're going to bring in Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Kirk Cousins, it's just going to be okay. Four and twelve turns into seven and nine. Big deal. So, right. yeah, yeah. 
It is I think they'd game. rather build on Jalen Hurts or get one of these young quarterbacks if they like one of them. Obviously, they can't get Trevor Lawrence. But, you know, if Zach Wilson is a possibility, if they can move up, if they like Justin Fields. But, again, it it, it, it depends on evaluation right. and whether they like these guys. And Trey Lance, you never scout the helmet. Trey Lance has got nothing to do with Carson Wentz, but I do agree with you, Aton. It won't look good for this organization. Joey B puts it best on the stream. He says, Wentz equals speed rack vodka poured into a gray goose bottle. <laughs> there you go, Barrett. At the end of the day, man, uh, it's, it's, it's the money, man. I, I just can't get past the money because d- during the entirety of my 12-year NFL career, 90, 99, Point one. I'm not going to say 99.9. 99.1 decisions are made monetarily as opposed to, to even athletics. And you that's know? why, Barrett, that's why for the longest time I said they're not trading him because right. I did not believe that Jeffrey Lurie would approve that $33.8 million dead cap hit. I didn't not believe it. Fit. Yep. Andrew, Andrew Brandt didn't believe it, who's been a vice president in this league with the Packers. Uh, Joel Corey's been an agent, didn't believe it. I was talking to Randy Mueller, the former GM of the Saints. He didn't believe it. He's going to do it, which tells you everything you need to know about his relationship with Carson And Howie Roseman. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. They they believe they need him out of the building. That's like Howie cutting off one of his fingers. Yeah. 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 Good point, Harry. Man, unbelievable. It's a, Howie Roseman might have something in, in in connection with Ronnie Lott, Barrett. <laughs> Think <laughs> about that. Toughness with Howie Roseman. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. I mean, we still we still got to go through the evaluation of what they're going to do in this draft. If they get draft capital for Carson, can we trust that they're going to make the right decision in that front office? We have to see still. Five GMs, Barrett. Five GMs. Yep. GM factory. <laughs> Can I ask you a, a quick question, John McMullen? And, and some of this may seem obvious based on the names that I'm going to throw out, but there is one that I am curious if the Eagles ever had any interest in, and it speaks directly to who they hired as their offensive coordinator. But you see two coordinators in the Super Bowl winning squad in bowls and left, which those are the obvious ones about how much interest there really was with either of those two individuals. But I'm really interested, and your colleague brought this up about comparing the, the resumes, national colleague and Jim Trotter for the two. Was Pep Hamilton ever looked at by the Philadelphia Eagles instead of going to the current offensive coordinator? And I'm curious as to maybe why. Um, no, he was never on the list, as far as I know. And Jeffrey talks about his list, and he always does it. He puts 25 people on it, knocks it down to 10. He interviewed 10. Uh, but obviously, he didn't get everybody he wanted to interview. He certainly wanted to interview uh, Brandon Staley. We know that. He wanted to interview Lincoln Riley. We know that. So that's 12 right there when you count the 10 that he did interview. So, no, uh, Pep Hamilton wasn't on that list. Uh, Byron Lepwich wasn't on that list. Uh, Todd got interviewed. Right. Um, and said he, he said he was given a fair shot. Um, but they weren't going to hire a defensive guy. We all know that. Yeah. 
Well, even though they wanted Schwartz back, right? They they weren't really planning on. And and look, there's these guys could say no, right? Just because I don't care if you are a majority minority candidate, what have you. If you look at if you're a woman, first time head coach, whatever it may be, if you're from another planet, you have the right to say no to a dysfunctional organization, right? Yeah. I think Mike Kafka said no, to be honest. Really? Um, yeah. Who the hell is Mike Kafka to say no to this position? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if you're within you're you're with Andy Reid, you're eventually gonna be given a chance. Yeah. Maybe if you're not named Eric the Enemy, who hasn't gotten his chance, but everybody else has. Um, and I think Mike kind of feels that way. And it is a a bad situation right now. Awesome. All right. Ka- Kafka well, knows enough about this uh, this organization to say now pass. I'll wait for a better offer next year. Yeah, that's that's Kafka esque from Kafka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No metamorphosis for this team. There you go. No. All right, John. Kafka, uh, we appreciate Kafka you. joke. Do you want to leave us with your favorite commercial from last night? Uh, you know, I wasn't paying attention to commercials. I really wasn't. So, um. Um, I'm I'm not equipped to do that. I will go back and look at the commercials, but you don't have to. Not for yeah. us. I uh, I was not paying attention at all. Nothing jumped out at me. I do know that. That's what true. what was the most? What was the most popular? Popular. It wasn't me. Barrett wasn't and I me. think Harry liked that Shaggy commercial <laughs> with Mila Kunis. And here's the thing, though, and, and we brought this up a little bit earlier. There were like two people from Drake to Bad Bunny that speak to a younger generation. Everything else was catered to us. And look, we all are different in like crossover generations, if you will, our age group. I think me being the youngest, but still, it felt like everything was catered to us. Wayne's World, all of the bring the throwbacks and the nostalgia and everything. Like, I don't need Mike Myers. We had the weekend. Yeah, the weekend for the halftime show. Commercials I'm talking about. That's different, right? Because if you went on Twitter, you know, everybody my age was talking about Springsteen and Prince and Michael Jackson. And then everybody in this generation was, how great was the weekend? I I don't know. He opened for the weekday, so I don't think he's that great. Everybody, John, John, just to let you know about the weekend, when I went in and tried to look his name up, I spelled it actually weekend. The way yeah. it's pulled. Yeah. <laughs> Barrett is the last person you want to ask on this program about anything current. No, anything at all. But right. I did say Bad Bunny was at the Royal Rumble. So that's he's, right. He's really amping up his. Uh, and he's in the Corona commercial. Even you know who Bad Bunny is? I don't know who the hell this guy is. No, I didn't I know who he was until he was in uh, the Royal Rumble. But I, I know who it was. Yeah. I, I knew. I knew who he was from the Corona commercial because that's been around that Snoop right. Dogg one. Right. right. The I, we got to get out yeah. of here. Okay. Yeah, we got to go. We spent all overtime right. on overtime. Courtesy of Book It Sports. Remember, go to the app. Any place. John, appreciate you, bro. Download app. Thanks, John. Thank you, John. Thanks, We're guys. Back. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.